What's up, guys? Welcome back to Kind of Funny's Harry Potter in Review. That's right. We are ranking and reviewing every movie in the Harry Potter cinematic universe. I am Tim Geddes. This is Andy Cortez. We got Kevin Coelho. And over there, we got Nick underscore Scarpino himself. Alohomora, everyone. DJ oh. underscore. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. nice. Yeah, there, like, there we go. I like that a lot. It's not every movie in the Harry Potter We're going to do that. We're going to get to them. Oh, are we? I mean, when we go Eventually. into Fantastic Beasts 3. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Those are the dark ages, sadly. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's because you don't listen. Um, <laughs> and we got Barrett on the board, so, so there yeah, you go. But up? yeah, this show happens every Tuesday at 11 a.m. on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. You can watch it live along with us, or you can watch it later on youtube.com slash kindoffunny or roosterteeth.com as a video at your leisure. Or you can then later listen to it. As a podcast on your favorite podcast service, just search for Kinda Funny Reviews. All our reviews are there. If you're not a Harry Potter fan, it's okay. You can go back. You can watch the Marvel movies. You can watch X-Men. You can watch Spider-Man. You can watch Fast and Furious, Mission Impossible, a whole bunch of Toy Story movies. Wow. We've really done a lot here. Will <laughs> <laughs> we, we do John Wick? God, I hope. John Wick 4? I hope. I guarantee we will. Okay. Did you guys see that picture of Keanu Reeves from the set of Bill and Ted's? Oh, he looks no. horrible. He's like in like one of those like cut-off football shirts. Shaved sides, just big ass like hair, and this gigantic beard. <laughs> Good for it's him, man. Oh, I didn't know cool. he had a gigantic beard because I know that I've seen the sh- the photos of him on set where he has a clean shaven beard. Oh, it looks terrible. It looks weird. Yeah. Well, it's I think it's different stages. Got it's it, got it's it. clearly a costume, but he just looked dope. Like his belly is hanging out. <laughs> he's so, like he's barely Keanu. <laughs> barely Keanu. That's They're calling be it the Keanu Sans, and I love it. Yeah, Keanu Sans, man. That's, it's I happening like it. before our very eyes. Uh, shout out to looks like Snape. He, yeah, oh my like, god, like, without a beard, he looks like Snape, dude. <laughs> Holy crap. Well, it's because his hair is that perfect length, Snape length. Yeah. It is very Snape-like. Uh, shout out to our Patreon producer, David Mitel. The Mind, the mind Freak. Free. Mind Freak. You can go to patreon.com and get the show ad-free if you want, or you can be a p- Patreon producer like David Mitel, and maybe we'll give you a fun nickname, too. Maybe not. But probably. We try. No, we, we definitely try. will. Yeah. Definitely. We try unless it's like DJ Kento. Today, we're talking about the third movie in the Harry Potter franchise, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, released on May 31st, 2004. This one took two years to make, as opposed to the normal one-year gap that we've seen thus far. Directed by Alfonso Cuaron. Cuaron. Yeah, it's like like Cuaron, but I've heard some people say Cuaron. Cuaron. Yeah, he's just the shit. He's awesome. He is the shit. Uh, You might know him from Children of Men. In 2006, which is a fantastic movie. Also, One of those Gravity. movies. He did Gravity. And he did. He did. He's been nominated for 10 Academy Fucking Awards. Wow. And won five. And The Revenant, right? What? Didn't he he the won Revenant? five? No, uh, no, that's, no that um, was in Rio. Sorry. Yeah, Alejandro. He won five, including two Best Director Awards for Gravity in 2013 and Roma in 2018. All right. He's the first Latin American director to receive the award for Best Director. He also received Academy Awards for Best Film Editing for Gravity and Best Cinematography for Roma. I think the cinematographer from Gravity worked on this one, too. I think he worked with the same guy. Oh, cool. So mm-hmm. that's why this one looks really, really good. I was telling Nick, I was like, it, <laughs> it was like the first two movies were student projects and then they were given funding. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not we, that the first two movies are bad, but like they were given funding to actually like hire people that are really, really professional. And it just shows in every shot it, in this it's, movie. It's interesting because we were talking about yesterday and I was I was actually against the visual style of this when they first came out. Like, I think I'm even on podcasts saying like I hated the way they, they he shot this. But but with some distance and looking at those first two and watching all three of them back to back, this really does feel like in a more modern, updated movie. Like a film. Like it feels like you're watching an actual like a movie with 
where they're they're but making it in modern times. It, it helps also that the kids are a bit older now. Um, they made a choice with the costumes to put them in more contemporary like clothing. So like the first couple like Harry Potter's kind of dressed not in in sort of an ambiguous way, but in this one like Hermione's dressed more like a, a person you know a young female would have dressed back then. Harry's in like normal shoes and like jeans and just and, and like hoodies and stuff like that. And so Stone you feel like shades. it's a more contemporary film, and those other ones look. Like they're from the '80s, which is crazy. Yeah, that, that's a good point. They do have like a weird they '80s have that vibe, weird, to like them. '80s, like early '90s vibe to them. And well, this the, one, you're just like, oh, okay, he did a good job. There's a lot of handheld at the beginning of this one, which is interesting. Um, and the the lighting is totally different. Which it reminds me cool. of Fast Four. These movies do take place in the late '80s, though. Right? No, it's uh, from '91 to '98. Oh. I, I don't mean it reminds you of Fast Four and like <laughs> the movie or the plot or anything. <laughs> I mean, <they're> like, <laughs> I was it's like, how does this remind you of Fast Four? You know, the first. In what way? I mean, it gets a cool. Brim how, at like the when ends. it gets to Fast Four, like they they there's a certain cinematography style that changes. Mm. It's and, modern, and yeah, it's modern. It's more of a modern feel. There's suddenly like you they're using a lot of like color grading and stuff that feels yeah. more modern as opposed to like yeah, the greenish was, tints that the Matrix had and shit. You this know? was it's interesting too because you go back and watch the other ones are very poppy, very vibrant, very saturated. And this one was obviously I think largely because he's growing up, the material's starting to get darker. You really do the style of this kind of comes through a lot. His dark materials. Exactly. Wow. I, I do feel like the 4K conversion is still not great. It's horrible. Yeah. Really it's bad. such really a letdown, bad. man. It's upsetting. Yeah. yeah like, I, I don't know what what went wrong. You guys are fucking up. You got to watch it in a little tiny nope. box on your laptop while you're taking notes. Yeah. I watched, was great. Oh, shit, I watched the majority up. of it on my phone on the in the airport and also on the flight back from Toronto. Mm -hmm. Me and Nick were, or me and uh, Tim were just in Toronto. And it looks great on there. It looks great on the phone. And then once I watch it on my TV, I was like, oh, yeah, this looks kind of rough. Even on my phone, like because it's OLED, it's like you still see like yeah. the, the color discrepancies. But anyway, and then last night was like I was telling Kevin, <laughs> I, was, I was editing uh, here and like I didn't I forgot I didn't have my car. So I was like, eh, give me more. Give me more of a reason to stay late. And I stayed here until like one thirty in the morning. Jesus. And then I was like, I still have an hour and a half of. Harry Potter, Potter to watch, <laughs> son of a bitch. No, yeah, but I went home and I was like, "It's fucking." It's again. This goes back to like I remember watching this movie as a kid several times and realizing like, "Yeah, that is my favorite Harry Potter movie." Yeah. Well, it's and, also like, it has the twists and turns and the really cool reveals that those sort of cool like, "Oh, whoa, Christopher Nolan," you know, like those really cool. Shit, it's all on his head. Um, worth <laughs> noting though, this is my favorite Harry Potter book. Prisoner of Azkaban and I like it mostly because this is like the twist is fantastic in the middle but then it's also like one of the first times you actually get to see a glimmer of like happiness with Harry when it comes to his family mm. like there's that great scene at the end where he's like listen I know this is crazy to think but when all this is clear like you can come live with me and you just see like at Harry like what the fuck and then of course yeah. they're sweet because he's like nope you can't sorry he's like, yeah, but you gotta go off with your dope ass hip hop gonna be all dirty and shit yeah, he'll clean it up seriously black house um Budget of 130 good. million. Box office of 796.9 million dollars, and a runtime of two hours and 22 minutes. A so much appreciated, much appreciated. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. A That's much appreciated two hours and 22 minutes. That extra 20 minutes they shaved off makes Woo. it so much feel so much faster. Yeah. I feel like they could have shaved off about 15 specifically from the beginning of this movie. No, but the credits are straight up like I 15 minutes. Of this. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it ended at like 2:10 for me. Yeah. And then I look and I looked up and I was like, oh. Also, never mind. shout out to those credits though. Like, I love yeah. that yeah. style. I, I, was, I spent a solid five minutes yesterday trying to figure out what house did those credits, and I just couldn't do it, because apparently there's a, a hidden Easter egg in the credits where two people are fucking, and that's all I could find. Shut up. Five pages. Yeah. Yeah. Really? A, yeah, in, in the, you could find. There's apparently a, a pair of feet, 
pointing this way and a pair of feet in the middle of them pointing the opposite wow. way. People were like, they're having, they're probably just making out. They're probably just snogging, as the kids okay. say. But I was like, oh, this is great. They're having a laugh. But that that credit, all that that <laughs> the way those work go through the entire credits. It never goes to black. It's always just that paper part. Oh, really? Map. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really all the way cool. to the that's end. That's why wow. it's fucking and it's so long. So long. <laughs> yeah, it folds and it goes like diagonally. So I actually I, I just had cool it on trying to figure out, trying to look in. I'm sure it's in there. But yeah, they're like, when are we supposed to release this movie? Uh in the you know whatever month, like. Fuck, it's going to take like at least two months to render, <laughs> render the credits. Thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, um, you got that wrong, you're like, <laughs> Yeah, seriously. There's, there's built-in transitions, though, where you can see because like it actually goes. And it's yeah. cool because it's actually 3D at points where like it, it goes and it, it'll bend to like a different angle and like with the staircases and all that stuff. Because I don't know if you noticed that about the Marauder's map when he's looking at it, but like there's different levels that fold into uh, it. Yeah. So the map mm-hmm. itself has like a three-dimensionality to it, which is yeah. cool. It's, it's like so Iron Man with the hologram. Mm-hmm. It's exactly like Iron mm-hmm. Man. Box office spoilers. Isn't this the least, like the lowest grossing Harry Potter movie? From what I was seeing, yeah. People are stupid, man. I know. Fucking not watching into the Spider-Verse, you morons. All of you. <laughs> you goddamn morons. <laughs> Before we get into the plot, just overall impressions of this movie. Uh, again, I loved it. I, I think, um, again, this feels like a grown-up Harry Potter. This is finally where they are like turning that corner. Uh, everything from writing to direction to cinematography. Uh, so many shots are gorgeous and, and so well thought out. So many creative shots. I love the... I love uh, um, the when they are going to look at the fucking bogger what the what the hell is it called and it's that shot of the mirror reflection and then it's suddenly them like there's so, a lot of really so cool good. creative ways uh, uh a lot of creative filmmaking but um yeah i just i i've always loved this movie and i think this is like where it actually the franchise starts to get going for me okay yeah i mean this is the the most like it's it's interesting cuz they the kids look so much older than they did in the second movie and I feel like that adds so much, and we're starting to see more complexity in them. It's a great movie. Yeah, yeah, and I love it. I mean, I love all these movies, but this one specifically because it's my favorite book, and because um, this is really the first time you start seeing a lot of the world open up. It's just, yeah, I love it. This is one of those movies that I... Like, go to Hogsmeade, for Christ's sake. My, awesome. my dad loves like CGI in movies. Even if he doesn't care about the movie, he'll just watch it because it has good CG. Um, and is, this, he, is he China? <laughs> and this was one of those where like I I really wanted to show him just because I thought the twist at the end was so goddamn cool and especially as a kid like yeah. who dude like so you know, not watching a whole lot of movies that was incredible that's to me. that's my thing is so I I watched the first two movies and then read the third book because the third movie hadn't wasn't out yet they were still working on it and so after I saw Chamber of Secrets I, I didn't even read one and two I went and I immediately read three and there's there's one part in this movie that's unfortunate because they changed it. Which is when um, the the painting gets scratched. Her dialogue, if I remember correctly, is different in the book, and it's so much more like scary because she's like she says something to the degree in the book where she's like uh, she's like that man he did this to me, and the kids are like what man? She goes that mean old serious black, and you realize that he's in the castle for the yeah. first time. You're like oh shit, he got in the fucking there's dementors everywhere, and he still got into the castle, and he almost got into Harry's dorm. You're like what the fuck? Can we talk about the goddamn dementors for a They're second? Awesome, Dude. terrifying. Holy shit, like terrifying. That, there was two moments in this movie that I was like, all right, I, I legitimately really like this one, and there were the dementors and the scene with the the Bogart or whatever the hell they're called, Bogart, where it's like like there's fun music playing, and in, they're like all right, you need. 
your greatest fear, but then think of something ridiculous. And yeah. like the way that they shot it and edited that, I was like, yeah. this is them using magic in a way that I believe in, where it's like they're actually learning something. It's not just saying a spell and, and doing stuff. It's like they need to say it, but also think about what they're doing. And it all like added. We're seeing the learning process like in front of us. With a teacher that like I actually give a shit about. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing too, is this is the first, and by the way, have you noticed the, uh, the trend with the dark arts teachers now? They don't stick around. They don't stick yeah. around very long. <laughs> yeah. But this is the first time, and th that's why I like this book so much. It's the first time people are on Harry's side. It's the first time we have a competent dark arts teacher who's like, you know, like the chocolate thing. I don't know. It doesn't really come across the movie, but the chocolate is like actually yeah. magical and makes you feel better. Mm -hmm. And that's why eat he this, knew. feel better. He's yeah, like, yeah. Does, he keeps pushing it on him. You're like, why is, why is he like my mom just trying to feed me? But it's not. It's because he actually legitimately knows defense against the dark arts, which is cool. Um, and his whole backstory is great. And they don't really get into the Marauders map too much. And I'm not sure if it's in the book that they did or it's later. But like, they, do they ever say who made the Marauders map? I'll get they, into it in this. Okay. Yeah, uh, in my they, they do we'll get say into it. They, in, kind yeah, of, they, they allude to it, but they don't yeah. really like do the whole explanation. Which is unfortunate yeah. because yeah. Like, that whole backstory is great. Like when they were all it's friends, so and, and it's just yeah. like, and like him like actually looking at Harry, and you realize for the first time it's like, yeah, that's like, if all of us grew up together and then our kids were going to school, we would be that to them. Does that yeah. make sense? Like he's like an uncle. Yeah, having really that cool. group together is really cool. I, I thought this movie was undeniably better than the first two. Like oh, yeah. by such a huge step yeah. that like it's ridiculous. But I will say ridiculous. That, yeah. There we go. Oh. That it's like I, I feel like because it was so much more of a modern movie and everything was so much more grown up, that all of this the criticisms I had of the other ones feeling like too lighthearted and goofy. I feel like stick out even more in this one. Malfoy mainly. And it's pretty much, yeah, Malfoy's Malfoy, terrible. It's in like, this. oh my God. Malfoy and, and, and Rupert Grit, and I love them both, Ron and Malfoy, but they, for whatever reason, the director needed to just tone them down a little bit. Just because, like, when, when Hermione, like, sticks the wand in his, in his face, he's like, Ugh! you're like, you wouldn't react that way. You're a fucking wizard. Like, you're, you're not you're that scared of it, and you're like, a bully. Like you it's just such I mean, a one-dimensional, yeah. shallow-ass yeah. thing where it's just like, I hate I hate how he is the entire time, but not as much as I hate the fucking family. The aunts and the uncle, the Dursleys. Yeah, you're supposed to like, hate them, though. I get that, but it's like, it. I hate them on a worse-than-Disney Channel original movie level where it's just like, the whole first 15 minutes of this, I'm just like, what are you... What are you doing? Because like I, I was prepped for this movie being yeah. like, this is going to be the one. And when it started, I was like, God damn it, it's not. And thankfully, that shit's over pretty quickly. Yeah. But the, they introduce another ant <laughs> for no reason. And then she gets fat and flies away. And it's just like, God damn, didn't like I hated that. Oh, uh, see, I liked it because I thought that was one moment where because because like that darkness and Harry kind of shines through. And he doesn't know what he's doing, but his it's rage, some just, some his rage shit. literally yeah. just fucks her up. He like couldn't and control I love it. Was that. Just anger. I also love this moment in it where she's flying away at everyone, and they did this. They did it great. It was the way it was shot was phenomenal. Where everything was going crazy outside, and then they just cut to, to Dudley, and he's just eating and watching TV. Still, like <laughs> this is just the shit he deals with now. <laughs> yeah. Like he doesn't. Care. But, but it's even because they allude to like a big moment that they have in the book where they talk about how they got a TV for every room, so like Dudley doesn't have to like go all the way like That's to awesome. the kitchen. Yeah. And then back to the living room and shit. It was just like a little nod to like that little yeah, detail yeah, yeah. shit. It seems funny. like they're gone and good goddamn riddance. I can't fucking wait to never see these fucks gone. again. Yeah, we didn't finish talking about how much we liked the Dementor, so. Um, but the Dementors are dope as hell. Yeah, and that, I, that's why it's like from having this movie start the way it did, I was like, oh my god. Like, Andy, I don't know if I can finish this franchise. Andy, this, if is, we ever, this is really upsetting. If we ever um, start a punk band, we call it the Dementors oh Kiss. Oh my god. Oh, the Dementors Kiss? Yeah. Dude. Uh, I thought just the Dementors. Just the Dementors is cool. The Dementors, Dementors kiss, kiss is more of like a. Like a, prog, a, a prog rock, like oh, okay. no. seven minute songs, okay. 
But the Dementors is like three minute like thrash power ballad, like thrash power rock. pop rock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Like that's what that is. Yeah. No, they uh, they they start to depart away from the that form form the the formula of him being in at the Verdans. Yeah, or, thank yeah. God. But the right, moment that, that, that it's like once they me. got to, to Hogwarts again, I was like. From that moment awesome. on, the tone completely changed. I was, I was like, all right, cool. You should have just started the movie here. I love the use of the Whomping Willows or whatever to kind yeah. of show the different seasons. I still love the Whomping Willows. It has just a fucking grudge against Blue Jays. Just does not like these birds. It's a wildly aggressive like, tree, tree. And like we get a little bit more of like it, it's protecting something unless um, we find out. I'm going to give a shout out also to Gary Oldman in this. Who Hell yeah. Is, is, just continues to be... Just the best actor on the fucking He's planet. He's so good. Those moments where you see him in the in the wanted ad, where it's like his it's like his prison the police shot, where he's screaming at the fucking camera. I was like, oh, I love and it. I, and I I love again, it. that that whole beginning shot where um, where Daddy Weasley is talking Perfect. to Harry. Yeah. And I love the cinematography and all that scene where it's, you know, you're seeing obviously this obvious wanted poster posted up on all these pillars. But the way the shot is moving through these hallways, it's so well done and like it feels lived That's in. Cool it feels real. They, it's like, and it's good foreshadowing too because it's like I have to talk to you about something. And as it, as the shot dollies right, you see just a glimpse of the wanted poster where he's screaming and yeah. then it goes away for a second. And they talk about Sirius Black. And they come back, and it comes back into the frame. It's like in every. It's, really cool it's on, yeah, it's really cool. The, the, and that stuff is so so great, and it makes the movie and the world feel so real. And that's why, again, the, the moments that I feel like are just like out of place feel even more out of place than they would that, otherwise. That like was, the one scene for me is that really drives this home in the middle of the movie is where they're they're having the conversation. McGonagall is like, yeah, it was so like bad. He, Harry's invisible, and she's like, but yeah, and he's Harry's godfather. Look at the camera. It was. That is almost an unexcusable scene to have in this beautiful movie. It that is. was like, uh oh, we like that smacks with shit. We have one hour left in the day, and we got like three pages to cover. How do we do this? And we're just like, put them all in there. Like Maggie Smith, God bless her, one of the most phenomenal actresses ever to grace silver screen. Does not. It was like improving. She's like, okay, uh, uh, okay. So here's what we're gonna do. And you're like, just roll, just roll, just roll. It was fucking terrible. Just bad. That and there's a cut. Co- there's a couple moments like that in this movie. And I think that might have been the reason why I disliked it at first was because when you put the serious style on it, you're right. Those those moments of, of silliness and shenaniganess really do stick out like a sore thumb, which is why I like the first two, because those feel more like a more zany world. But they figure it out by like five. Yeah, <laughs> we'll okay. see. Okay. Let's keep moving the goalposts. Uh, um, okay. So let's get to the plot. Greg's not here, but worry not, Nick will tell us the plot. Expecto Patronum, ladies and gentlemen. We are in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, the third and final film in the Harry Potter series. Uh, we start <laughs> We start up in Harry's room where he's underneath his blanket. What's he doing under there? No Who one knows. Yeah. No Who one knows. knows. Is Dobby there with do? his sock? Uh, he's practicing yeah, in court. Yeah, is Dobby there? He's just in the closet, just what, just peeking out, just through a little crack in the closet. Dobby sock, Dobby sock. No, this Harry, is the, of course. This is the mentor with those big, wet mouths. Just that big, yeah. sick, beautiful, <laughs> thick, deep mouth. Slurping on stuff, oh, you know? Oh, my God. Of course, Harry God, is what not. What is wrong with you guys? <laughs> Jesus. Harry's not looking at his first Playboy. In fact, he is practicing uh, <laughs> Lumos Maxima, which is the, the, the trying to you make your wand bright. It's the Game Boy Glow. Why does he keep turning off? It's because he's trying to figure it out. He hasn't, he hasn't quite figured it out. Yeah, of course, Uncle Vernon keeps interrupting him, and uh, but he eventually gets it. And then we get the visit from Uncle Vernon's sister downstairs, Aunt Marge is there, and man, she. This whole family is just, just they horrible. suck. They're terrible They're horrible. human beings. Uh, 
she talks about, you know, she starts talking about Harry's uh, family and starts talking about his dad and then eventually talks about his mom and, and refers to her as like a bitch dog. And at which point Harry goes, I'm killing all of these people. All of you. All of them. Um, Harry, if, of course, this is the first time Harry actually, and I like this scene. I like the scene because this is the first time he really stands up to them. Yeah. And he's like, my parents were not that. You don't know what the fuck I went through about. puberty, okay? Yeah. My voice is deeper, I but come not now. all the time. Yeah. No. Jesus, I come now. What is wrong with you? I was just upstairs well, almost maximing my fucking wand. Just trying Jesus. to make my tip my wand just blow up. Oh, my God. Right. All right. right. So, of course, Harry... Um, Harry gets pissed off and inadvertently blows up Aunt Marge. Uh, she blows up to the size of just a giant balloon and floats away. Uh, Uncle Vernon has, has a great part where he grabs her for a second, realizes what's happening. He's like, nope. sorry, he just yeah. lets her go. Uh, and then, of course, uh, they get pissed off at Harry. Harry's like, fuck it, I'm just leaving. I'm, I'm just going to go. I'll finally. I'm, I'm a man. I'm 13 years old. I got pee-pee hair. Let's just go. Dra- grabs yeah. his uh, his big trunk. Heads out the door, and I love. I like the scene as he's walking down the street. You see Aunt, like Aunt Marge over in the distance, just floating, yeah, and still screaming, it, which is great. Some uh, he, chamber facts for you, real quick. Okay. Actor Harry Melling lost so much weight that his character Dudley Dursley was almost recast. His job was spared when the studio decided he could wear a fat suit. Wow! And I told you that kid got really skinny. He yeah, got real Neville skinny. got skinny too. The kid that plays Eventually, Neville Longbottom yeah. was like Dang. Neville got hot, yeah, hot Neville. Not yet. But like, it's like Kevin's little the- brother. Definitely not yet. <laughs> like Kevin's little brother. What is wrong? God. <laughs> It's, uh, it's funny in the in the book it was a big deal that like and I'm sure maybe Bear are you gonna talk about this at all that like he gained a lot of weight and like in the books he gains a lot of weight to put everyone on a diet so they're even in a worse mood because everyone has to be on a diet to try to make this kid lose weight. Oh, that's yeah. funny. That's funny. Uh, Harry, of course, doesn't really know what he, what he wants to do, so he stops off at a, uh, a spooky kid's playground. Seems like a good place just to yeah, sit. It's long uh, chill here. Shit starts going down. It starts getting weird. He gets this weird feeling like someone's watching him. He looks over into the bushes. He sees the eyes of a gigantic dog that starts slowly coming toward him. But the scene is interrupted by the night bus, uh, which I love. I love the idea of the night bus where he walks. In the, he's got this weird bus driver and conductor guy. He walks in, and of course, it's like it's magical. There are people actually sleeping, and there's multiple. They really made the it. bus. Yeah. And it was awesome. a practical bus. Did they really? Four tons of weight was placed on the night bus during filming because of fears it would tip over from being too top heavy. It's Jesus. very Four tall. Tons. Yes. It, lo- it looked re- like there twice were, the amount of Lacroix we had here. There were a lot of driving scenes where it looked practical as hell, and I wonder, yeah. like, man, this looks a little too good. I wonder if it actually is real. Uh, um, but but I I do. I do want to make note that like I it's totally okay for these weird plot devices to happen because it's it's a magical world. Well yeah, they don't explain it but like uh the reason the bus came to him, the bus comes to any wizard in need and because he tripped and fell just like Jesus yeah. Christ. They talk about it. They say a little that bit. That is so the one, lamest one, thing you could have possibly no. said. Because he tripped and fell. No, 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 no. It's uh he pulled out his wand. You summon the night bus by pulling out your wand. Is that the, right? Yes. Oh, I thought it was just so the, uh, the the guy that picks him up tell, says that the, the night bus is an emergency transport for stranded witches and wizards. And you're there. Where do you want to go? And he goes, I want to go to Lake Cauldron. Town. Well, go on. Get on like, there. Yeah, he's like, get on there. Get a fun, crazy bus scene. with. I forget what they call them. Fig heads or something like that? Or some, what, Fig heads. Fig yeah. heads. The, the, I don't with think their accent, man. Yeah, it's yeah. super dangerous. Ah, yeah. It's fine. Um, of course, Harry sees that Sirius Black is on the newspaper. Uh, he's escaped, and he's the first one ever to do so. No one knows how. Uh, and he was a big supporter of you know who. Uh, the bus has a fun thing where it's gonna it's about to go between two other big buses, so it squishes down, and it's like the the fig head has a funny line there. That why the long now. face? That's what it was. Yeah, so, yeah why the long face? <laughs> uh, Harry gets dropped off at the Leaky Cauldron, where he's met by uh, is this guy a vampire that we know? 
Uh, who? The guy, the guy that that uh, is the the caretaker of the leaky cauldron. The guy that no, like, he's not. Uh, okay. he, he looks like the he looks like the traditional like yeah, vampire yeah. from. He also mm. looks like uh, like Frankenstein's yeah, assistant. Exactly, like, like, Igor. Like, yeah, 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 Igor. His name is uh, Tom, and I think I think this oh. is another slight <laughs> Wait, uh, recasting. <laughs> he's the guy who made MySpace <laughs> tall. <laughs> uh, he's he was he because we see him in uh, Sorcerer's Stone as well, but he looks way more normal for the Wizarding world. I would uh. say. I don't know okay. why. They so in the movie, they just made him look. Yeah, because he looks like not just he, any normal Igor. He looks yeah. like the bride of uh, uh, bride of Frankenstein. Or what, what's the the Mel Brooks one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He reminds me of Young Igor Frankenstein. Yeah, Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, like he was the, also he was a weird character that was a little too like I felt like a little bit too much for like the scene yeah. where he was just trying to be funny and it was like why why are they doing this? I was yeah. just trying to figure out why they because they make him look like the vampire from Nosferatu. Yeah, like yeah. bald, like the one like what we do in the shadows, the one yeah. that was down in the basement. <laughs> the super yeah. old one. Yeah, that is old. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he doesn't come back up, so it's not worth talking about. But the person that does come up, of course, meets him there is the Minister of Magic, Cornelius Fudge, who's just super cool. He's like, hey man, we get and it. Really, really nice. Like, issues, why is he being so nice? He's uh, like, I did magic. Am I getting expelled? Nah, you're good. Nah, Don't you're worry fine. about we it. We deflated her and wiped her memory. She's totally yeah, fine. Yeah. I'd have been like, hey, could you make put a better memory in her? <laughs> she's yeah. make her a better person. She's super mean, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> Uh, and, he, and he gives him a quick warning. He's like, "Hey, you know, you can hang out here, but don't wander about. There is, in fact, a killer on loose. Uh, we're really building up Sirius Black. Uh, Tim, Harry, you're on it right now, yeah, dude. Man. They got Harry Potter's books, not the least of which was the uh, Monsters Book of Monsters, which is just terrifying and tries to eat Harry. It's a fun scene. Uh, really scary. Do like, you think that like Jim, give me a jump scare on the plane because <laughs> I put them it's like all. A, it's a mimic. I, I remember all this, yeah, because I put. No, it's not a mimic because it looks. They taught me mimics in what's a mimic? Toronto. Uh, okay, so a mimic is like in any old school MMO game, any old school fantasy game uh, or fantasy lore where it, it looks like a treasure chest and you open it up and it's a monster. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? So we went to this place in Toronto called um, uh, Mimics? Stormcrow Storm Manor. Oh, Stormcrow Manor. And it's a giant manor. It's a big bar restaurant and every room is super themed and they have a shot called the mimic shot. And it's like, it looks like a treasure chest and you open it and it's a monster. But when they bring it out, they play music. And they shit. play music Smoke all over the. It's like this whole production. Oh, that really cool. And it's then really I taught cool. him what a mimic was. But this is not a mimic because this already looks like a monster. And when mm-hmm. I was watching the scene on the airplane, I put the volume down because I remember what happened and it scared me. That's super scary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Harry goes down the next uh, downstairs the next day in the leaky cauldron. Who does he meet? That's right, Ron and Hermione, and they are arguing uh, because uh, Scabbers and Crookshanks. Uh, Hermione's cat are not getting along, and Ron's like, you got to get this cat out of here. And she's like, nope, the cat's cuter than your stupid rat. Uh, Ron, of course, and the Weasleys all went to Egypt. I mean, I got some cool photos from that trip. Uh, Arthur pulled, this is the scene where Arthur pulls Harry aside, and we see the Wanda poster of Sirius Black, and he tells Harry he's in grave danger from Sirius Black. 13 years ago, he stopped, uh, when they, when Harry stopped Voldemort, Black lost everything. Uh, he's still a faithful servant, and he's escaped. He's the only person who escaped from He should have been on red. And he wants to kill Harry so that Voldemort can come back everything. to power. Uh, he and, and he goes, don't go looking for him. And Harry's like, why would I go looking for someone who wants to kill me? Because you're Harry Potter. Potter. Yep. That's he eventually you ends up doing it. Punk ass <laughs> uh, bitch. Uh, we're on the train now. And man, I'll tell you, the whole thing about this uh, that, I, that I noticed was that every time we're on the train, it like, is kind of, it's very much tone setting and moon setting. And this one's just, it is dark and dreary. Mm-hmm. And this whole thing is dark and dreary. Rainy, I mean, there's creepy. sunshine in this whole fucking movie. At one point, there's like snow. That's as close as we get. That's as close as we get. On the train, we meet Professor R.J. Lupin, who is sleeping in the corner. Uh, Hermione like knows who he is. Ron's like, how do you know everything? And she's like, dude, I read a suitcase. Like, come on. I'm not a fucking superhero. So like, why, why does the teacher Hermione. not have his own quarters? Because he has to mingle with the kids. He's poor. 
He couldn't get a I will say, ticket. like, the relationships of the kids and the teachers in this the whole franchise have yeah. been a little weird. This movie is like a next level. Harry yeah. and this dude walking in the forest alone. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's the uh, that's the one scene that really stood out to me. I was like, like yeah, they wouldn't let that what? happen in America. Yeah, no. Well, well, I mean, Michael you Jackson. gotta remember the like. We find out later that this guy would have been. He would have been like his uncle, but like because his parents died, he never got to have that relationship with him. Yeah, sure. He's a professor, bro. I've gone on plenty of walks with professors. Yeah, yeah. No, I have never done that. Uh, of course, he's sleeping over in the corner, and he's kind of. I mean, you think maybe he's sleeping one off? It doesn't matter. Sleeping one off. Well, he looks like he's hung, he's hung over. Yeah, like hung over. He, he definitely looks hung over. You're right on that end. Uh. It's uh, after uh, Harry tells Ron Hermione about, uh, he tells him the situation, the train stops suddenly and everyone gets really fucking cold. uh, The glass starts freezing. I love this concept. Like it looks in the water. Glass starts freezing and he looks out and you see the silhouette of the Dementor. And it's like, holy shit, all of a sudden I'm fucking in, guys. Let's go. And this thing's in the fucking hallway of the car and starts to open it up. The design is so goddamn cool. I got some chamber of facts for you here. Um, an idea to turn water into ice when the Dementors approached the Hogwarts Express was brought up by the director, but due to his thick Mexican accent, the visual effects team misheard ice for eyes and had to redo the concept work they completed. <laughs> Whoa. Weird. <laughs> That's why it took two years. Uh, Ramius wakes up, of course, and then just blasts that thing, presumably with the Patronus uh, uh, mm-hmm. charm, but we don't. he never actually says it. Uh, Harry wakes later and is given chocolate. Is I, and I like I like the theme of try, like, try this. It'll make you feel better. Eat it. Trust me. And I'm like, okay, man, that's kind of weird. Taking a kid out into the forest, feeding him chocolate. Candy. All right. All right. Let's what do you, got, you got a man over there in the corner. To you be fair, in the books, they don't go out to the forest like weirdos. Uh, like the when they, they hang go to out his bedroom. When they hang out, like when everybody goes to Hogsmeade, when uh, Harry can't, like they're just uh, like hanging out when he's giving him like the lessons and shit like that for expecto patronum. That's true. They just oh, walk in and they're like with Dobby like surrounded by socks that are just sticky. God. Ew, Nick, why? Dobby likes Master Harry. All right. Uh, he explains <laughs> to Harry who the Dementors are. And he's like, listen, the Dementors are the guards of Azkaban. Uh, let's see. Uh, they were searching the train for Sirius Black. Uh, Harry was the only one who passed out. Uh, he's, like, why the, he's like, why the fuck did I pass out? Nobody ever pa- no one else passed out. Uh, and when I did, I heard a woman screaming. And uh, that's it. And then we get to Hogwarts. And, oh, man, this time they go there by carriage, which is cool. But it's still spooky. And we're hearing spooky. the coolest song, which I believe was in the trailer for the movie, which is that double, double, toilet, like something yeah. wicked this way comes. And I, I just love this concept, like the, the choir singing. If I was Harry, I'd be like, can we turn just make like a little happier song. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Y'all know Deck the Halls? Also, celebrate <laughs> Y'all know Deck the Halls? <laughs> Wait, is this where he actually sees the Thestrals for the first time? Which ones? Oh, no, no, no. That's later. Never mind. But like, in a uh, similar wow, thing, it's like, all right, okay, cool. So it's magic. So everything has to be spooky. So like the lyrics are going to be horrifying. On top of that, it's like, all right, the, the guards of our prison are these fucking death reapers. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, like, but you have to think who's about Who's going to guard it? The Suicide Squad. It makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> Why? You got it because there's like, and that's, that's the crazy thing. Azkaban's nuts. It's, the, it's home to the darkest, most fucked up, most powerful lizards, which is Voldemort would have gone to Azkaban if he could have. So you need these things around it. These will, things that I swear that to God terrifying. look like they're his army. Yeah. I feel like all they need is Voldemort to be like, yo, give me one second though. Mm. But what if? And they're like, oh, I guess you're right. Yeah. The next thing you know, you know what, dude, like, 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 Voldemort's oh, like, I'll oh, let you suck everyone's face off. And they're like, all right, you got all me. Right. And yeah. they, all they, they don't get into it uh, in the movie, but like Dumbledore did not want uh, the Dementors at Hogwarts. Like he hates Dementors, but like the Ministry kind of forced it on him because yeah. Sirius Black. So he was yeah. like, "All right, fine." They also don't get into this in any of the books either. But like the in Pottermore, she's later put out more information about the Dementors, and like the whole thing's really weird. Where like 
th- this like giant prison thing was some dude's house who was like a super dark wizard and like when he died they just got there and there were dementors there so like they don't know how to kill them so they they have to do something and they're afraid if they destroy the like the fortress the dementors will be out in the wild so they just figured out like oh, oh we can they're put, stuck here yeah so we can put the people kind of and they can like uh eat like their joy and like this will work See, this is why she needs to write more fucking books. That's awesome. Yeah. I would like that story. Just write that story, J.K. Well, she has on Pottermore. Oh, JK. <sighs> it's not the same. Uh, new. Uh, we get introduced to the new Dumbledore. Uh, unfortunately, Richard was it George Harrison? No, Richard. What was George the- Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Beetle. Which yeah, is yeah, the Beetle. Yeah, no, Richard Harris. <laughs> Richard Harris. Richard Harris. Richard yeah. Harris unfortunately passed away. So we have Michael Gam- Gamone. Gambon. Gambon. Thank you. Uh, Gambon. Who? To me, radically changes the role of Dumbledore. I, li- I like it for the so better. much better. Me too. too. I, I'm, I'm conflicted on this. I like, personally, when I read the books, I saw, obviously, because I'd seen the movies, Dumbledore was this grandfatherly character to, 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 to Harry, and I like that dynamic. And in this, he, the, the new Dumbledore is like a fucked up old uncle. Who's I like, like it a lot who's like, more. Who I takes you it. to your first strip club, but then also blackmails you. You're like, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. I can't trust you. Um, but I like that he's <laughs> sort of like, what, why are you stealing yeah. weed from me? I know. <laughs> yeah. what, did you steal my money, Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Dumbledore? Uh, but I do like it because in the books, like you get the you get the concept that Dumbledore is sort of a master of of not manipulation, but like using people the right way to like to his means. And you, you get that in this. By the end of the movie, he could have probably solved this whole thing himself. But he needed Harry to do it, and he orchestrated it so that Harry and Hermione would go. Well, and do I it. also don't necessarily know if that's if that's an acting thing. I think Richard Harris could have pulled that off because that's just what the role required of it. But I think it would have. I think he would have pulled it off with a lot more charm, whereas mm. this one is a lot more wicked. Uh, like sure. he comes okay. off as like really like you don't know if Dumbledore's on your side or not from here on out because of the way the actor plays it. And I've, I I think it's unfortunate because in the books. There's a lot of conflict that happens with the Dumbledore, but you always kind of get the feeling that he's a good guy. And the actor in this one kind of going forward, you're like, is he good? I don't know. Either way. I feel like the as the story will progress, like it's in the books too, Dumbledore becomes more of a grayer character. He does. It's like you don't know what – and I think that this guy did yeah, a much better job at, at doing that. that. But I, I, li- that. I like the idea of that conflict and that gray area mm-hmm. being played up by someone that you genuinely think is like genuinely good. Mm-hmm. And then when he, when, it, when there is – as opposed to someone you're like you're not sure if he actually likes Harry or not. Because I'm not sure but if see, he actually likes Harry I like it though because I, I feel like the other one was just so cartoonishly yeah. good. Yeah. This one's definitely got more depth to it. Yeah, I'll tell it's you that. fun. And unfortunately, because death is a real thing, we're stuck with him for the next seven movies. God damn. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> Dumbledore, of course, makes his opening announcements, uh, the first of which is R.J. Lupin is the new defense against the dark arts teacher. And then he just looks at him and goes, good luck. I do like how they... Because the last two didn't last very fucking yeah, long. They, um, as they are... No, no, never mind, never mind. I'm mistaken. Whenever they announce what Hagrid's role is, they just sort of... They don't say who the prior... They did. They do. He said he, they, he yeah, says it very retired. quickly. I had to go back and watch. It like I was three watching times. the subtitles and like they, there's nothing there until they go and replacing him is Hagrid. Whatever. Like, oh, I thought they said his, I had to go actually look up his name because yeah. I thought I kept missing it. But I guess maybe you're yeah, right. They, they didn't I say. Thought, it. Uh, I thought they did. No. Ha- of course, Malfoy gives Harry no. shit for fainting, uh, which is hilarious. But and it's then, also like, dude. I mean, like, if, this if, is if, a you're, if the person you hated, creature that yeah. like sucks joy yeah, out of you. He's just a bitch, though. Yeah, he's such, he's a, such a baby back bitch. Uh, and then he makes <laughs> the announcement that Hagrid is taking over for Sylvanus Kettleburn uh, in the uh, as the uh, care of magical creatures uh, teacher. Uh, oh, also, Dementors are going to be guarding. Uh, uh, and also, yeah, <laughs> but I love that it's always a matter of fact. It's like, by the way, Dementors are going to be guarding everything. Uh, Don't fuck he, around. It gives with everyone it. this warning: is it is not in the nature of the Dementors to be forgiving. 
but happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light, which is some sort of foreshadowing, right. but I can't remember why. <laughs> all right. All right let's, uh, <laughs> let's see. They all head to the Gryffindor common room after dinner and have a fun little interaction uh, with the woman in the painting uh, where she's like trying to break the glass and then smashes it. So they make her a little bit more of a character in this than she was <laughs> in the books. Uh, I thought it was cute. I like that scene. What, oh, yeah. I don't, what I don't like though is this, and this is one thing that I didn't like and I still don't like, is that Kiran uh, and his team changed the geography of where that painting is and where Hogwarts, uh, where Hagrid's uh, hut is. So before it used to be like right outside the school and now it's all the way down the hill, like nestled in almost in the forest, which I think works for the movies. But I just that that broke my brain at first. I was like, that's not where the painting is supposed to be. The painting was supposed to be like at the end, like of you go hallway, up the hallway and yeah. it's at the end of a hallway. And now it's just randomly in the middle of the staircase, which I thought I'm like, that's just logistically stupid if you've got more than three kids on that stairway especially when the staircases change they don't care about logistics I know. it's I fucking know. all visuals they have, the osha would be going crazy at this place dude. i know but i, I don't like it. anyways uh we get more shenanigans. We, a fun little scene with uh where they're eating the candies and the candies make them like either roar like a like a lion or like, like i hate it i've always hated this scene. What? really yeah. oh, i like that i just I, I just hate the faces that they make it was always the like the kids don't exactly sell it yeah but, like it, and more more importantly it was ron and it was neville like the the faces that they made it's just really really dumb oh, so I, I liked ron's lion like roar face and i also don't think this i wish the i wish the sounds weren't just like fucking like soundboard yeah, yeah. Sound, I wish they weren't soundboarded just directly on. I wish they felt like they were more coming from them when yeah. really it's like, uh, like I don't know, it, it just felt like they that audio took over the whole track. Yeah. When really I felt like it could have been like a I little quieter that. and have like a little bit of reverb because of wherever the room that they're in. Well, either way, I, I love the juxtaposition of this and then we pull out through the glass and we just see a ring of dementors just surrounding awesome. and floating outside by the Great Lake just waiting to get in. It's so Fucking ominous. Trying and to I suck something off. Yeah. Oh, they're going to yes. suck your face oh, right off, sir. Right. Put it in my demented mouth. Uh, next morning, uh, we follow the Blue Jay uh, again. Another Blue Jay. I think the seasons are changing now, and it gets just fucking imploded by the, the Whomping Willow. Imploded. Just hilariously. <laughs> just pa! It just explodes. <laughs> I just think that's so funny. Willow needs to chill out. Uh, I know. And, we, and uh, this is the first time we are in Professor Trelawney's class, which is Divination. Uh, this was played expertly. By Emma Thompson, she's yeah. so good. Who always, I always have to, I always have to stop and think before I say her name because I always want to say Emma Watson, who is also in this movie as Hermione. That is not, they're not the same person. There's two out. Emmas There's in this movie. They're on my top list of Emmas. Those are great. Emmas. Yeah. Well, Where does uh, Emily Blunt fit on this she list? Emmy, Emmy Rossum's up there. So is uh, Jan from the Toyota commercials. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, great. I'm just realizing now that you say her name, Emma Thompson. She's my favorite actress, Zoe Deutsch's mom. Is she really Zoe? Yeah, now like looking at her, I'm like, yeah, if she is. Also, also reminds me a lot of uh, Doc Ock in Spider Verse. Mm. Oh, oh yeah, 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 like the, not only just like the, the facial structure. The but, like, actress that plays Doc Ock is one of my favorites. She's like, great. Yeah. She's so good. I don't, I don't remember her name, but yeah. she's awesome. Uh, uh, they're of course reading tea leaves in her. I'm totally wrong. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I was like, I don't remember that because she's super Leah Thompson. <laughs> She's uh, Leah Thompson. Yeah, Leah Thompson's the mom. Not Emma Thompson. <laughs> not related. But most white people all look the, the same. To be fair, though, <laughs> Emma Thompson something. was in Love Actually with Alan Rickman. And How about that? Great movie. So there you go. There you um, go. Great movie. I hate Terlani so much. Really? Oh, yeah, she gets so her. much. Because oh, it's such her. a joke. Like, she's so bad at what she does. And uh, we get um, Hermione just randomly appearing right next to Ron. And Ron, the first time Ron's like, what the fu- where did you come from? 
Uh, and then she like gives Hermione hella shit, and it's like, hey, step off, right? Step you're not off. even you're not even good at this she shit. She she fucking destroys Hermione in this. But like, it, where she's like, you, I, I have it written down here, where she's like, um, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she tells, she's, where have you been, bitch? Uh, A few people understand like that later in the Oh, movie. it is way later, I'm yeah. sorry. But she, later, she yeah. compares her to like the old, decrepit, worn out pages of the books to which she so desperately clings. It's like, God damn, dude. So, Hermione calls it rubbish and then uh, Kevin hit the nail on the head on She'd that really one. Like Hermione just randomly shows up and Ron's like, when the fuck did you get here? And that keeps happening throughout the whole thing although she does call one thing correctly uh they look into the tea leaves of i think it's harry's glass and they see the grim and the grim is uh kind of a big where like uh dire wolf dog looking thing evidently as we uh, they because they call Sirius the grim later doesn't matter um Let's see. Uh, oh, that's I'm sorry. It's in Ron's uh, Ron's tea leaves. Uh, the crew heads to Hagrid's for care of magical creatures, and they figure out Hermione is taking too many classes. Uh, they're like, "How are you taking this class? It's the same time as the other class that you're also taking." <laughs> She's just like, "Don't be dumb." She's and like, "Keeps you're, going." And then she goes, "You're both dumb." And they're like, "Okay, we're we're, <laughs> yeah. we're both dumb. We're not going to think about this anymore." Uh, Hagrid takes them out into the forest where he's taking care of Buckbeak, the hippogriff. Uh, they're very proud creatures. You got to go up to them and bow, and if they bow back at you, they'll let you ride. Them and if they don't bow back at you, they just eat your fucking face off with their giant beaks. So, I love the way he off. was like, "Yeah, well, if, if they don't, oh, well, we'll handle it when we'll we, get, when we, we get, get there." there. And it's just like, oh shit. Uh, Harry, of course, bows. Buckbeat flips out a little bit, but then uh, and Hermione gets startled and grabs Ron's hand. To which I would have been like, "Yo, cool your fucking horses on my chick, man." This is Hermione's one- mine. If I was Harry, no, that's not how it's going. This down. is one like, of those. Harry's um, not interested mine, at all. And she's very interested well, in Ron. Maybe Harry needs and this to we start seeing the little hints of it. Whacking it underneath his uh, his blanket. Pump Get in the game. It, Kevin. Oh man. Whacking it. This is one of those examples where trailer. I feel like um whenever you see videos of how CGI has started to look worse, like modern CGI doesn't look as good as older CGI. I feel like the CGI of Buckbeak is fantastic. Really it looks great. It looks so real. He looks piece. like he belongs in the world. Also, the, And the, it doesn't look like it's 10 years old or however old the movie is. Well, the the, the flying scene that we get immediately after this is just it's so yeah, magical. It's, it's, it's great. so good. It's really yeah. well done. Harry, of course, gets, gets the, Hagrid throws him on the back without even thinking and Harry gets lifted off the ground. Uh, they fly over uh, the Great Lake and Harry pulls a Titanic where he's just like, I fly here we go, Andy. Oh, okay. Gonna fly. I hate this. The <laughs> okay, that was good. You saved me. You saved me on that one. Uh, when they land, of course, Malfoy's like, this stupid thing it doesn't matter at all. And then gets his arm just clawed off. Um, and he's like, my dad's going to hear about this. And you're like, fuck, great. Now great. kid's going to do just... more blonde fucks. I feel like in the movie, it didn't look like his arm got hurt at all. Like, it looked like it ripped his shirt a little bit. Oh, it did. And he yeah. just totally freaked out. And he was yeah. like, was I'm point. dying. He pulled an Italian soccer player. Yeah. And yeah. Just eventually rolled five times and was like, it's my knee. That's my knee. That's a, I can't even name one. Never mind. Ronaldo? I don't know. Ronaldinho? They all do it. They all do it's it. It's just soccer. Yeah. Soccer sucks. I mean, that was uh, kind of the point in the books, too, because it, it was never really that injured. He just played it up uh, specifically oh, yeah. to try to get Hagrid fired and all that shit. Bullshit. Uh, next up, we got the defense against the Dark Arts class, and this is where they score off against the, the Boggarts. Uh, I just love this scene. I said it earlier, but I feel like super great. Lupin, is that his name? Lupin? Professor Lupo? Lupin, yeah. yeah. Dope ass motherfucker. Like him a lot. Love but it. I love that you talked about the shot of the camera going through the mirror. Always fucking so cool. cool. But like they did it really well. And like I just believed in this scene so much. It was the first time it felt like there's an actual class happening. But he also uh, feels like a teacher that sort of, this is the first time I feel like we're getting a Dark Arts teacher that kind of 
I guess because at the end he isn't a total piece of garbage. Like, the, he's sort of inspiring these kids. These mm-hmm. kids kind of look up to him, and and he feels like mm-hmm. a teacher that I would have had back in the day to be like, that's the dude that I fucking yeah. that I'm gonna like ask for a recommendation for when I get a job. I want to hang out in the forest with him. Yeah. Well, it's cool because you, and you do get a sense of like, oh, this is what that class would be. Like we never really saw. I mean, shout out to Quarrel. He might have been a good defense against the dark no, teacher. He was a wimp. Highly Who knows? He had a cool no, iguana. He did. I had, I, had a, I had a seventh grade lit teacher that had a, a cockatoo. She kept bringing class. She was she weird. What was his name? I can't remember because everyone was like, it's fucking weird that there's a big ass, loud ass bird here. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking very weird. distracting. It's like, ah! <laughs> and it would just look at you. <laughs> anyway, uh, of course, Neville's up first and he's terrified of Professor Snape, which is great. Uh, and he goes, picture Snape in your grandma's clothes. And uh, shout out to Alan Rickman who did this perfectly. What do you do, Andy? What do you mean? <sighs> Out of the closet, just fucking like feeling himself. It's feeling like all right. that big ass bird hat that he had on. Uh, next up, Ron sees Aragorn. Is all hell, uh, and he puts oh. roller skates on him, which is great. Uh, and then Harry, what are you gonna do? Harry sees the Dementor, uh, and Lupin immediately jumps in front of him because he realizes, oh shit, this is like this is gonna fucking terrify the class. This is too much. And Lupin sees a full moon, which he says ridiculous, and then uh, turns into a, a, bl- a white balloon that deflates and, and flies back into the closet. Shadowing, whoa, whoa. what's like happening, that. guys? What's up uh, with the moon? Next up, we got the first field trip to Hogsmeade's village, and guess what? Harry didn't get that permission slip signed in the first scene by Uncle Vernon, so he can't go. What even the, the fuck? Even though Professor McGonagall is playing fast and loose, what? Yeah, like this Everywhere is the most. This is the first time she's ever been. A bitch to Harry. Nah, dude, she's not. She a gives guardian. him everything. She, she gives him everything she that she he's like, ever wanted. Maybe in game two, you should have caught that fucking snitch. Dude. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like yeah, it's like she's like you know, got a Quidditch game tomorrow. Yeah, that's really good. See how you do. I'm sorry, Harry. There's nothing I can do. The, Actually, McGonagall, there's a lot you can do. Yeah, she can't sign it. She can't sign it. Yes, man. she can. Uh, the, the I think they. I don't know if like there's any like specific moment that they say this in the book, but I think they allude to. They were more like restricting on him, like giving him more allowance because Sirius Black. Black yeah. They're scared. Of, yeah, for him. so they were like, "No, we're not going to give you any leverage on this one because we don't want you going outside of the uh, Hogwarts." Out. Yeah, because as far as I know, this guy that. killed ten people and is looking now to kill Harry, including so. his parents. Yeah, or actually, he didn't kill no, his parents, no, but he killed uh, his, his friend. Well, we'll get yeah. to that later. Uh, of course, this. Ron and Hermione are like, hey, sucks to be you. And then Ron grabs Hermione and is like, I'm moving in on my buddy's girlfriend. That's not, that's not, Even though they make the a case. better couple and I'm a fucking idiot. Two places in one. What a fucking one. He is such an idiot and I He's hate an idiot. him. <laughs> uh, later on the bridge, Harry asks Professor Lupin why he stopped him from trying to do the ridiculous spell against the Dementors. And he goes, Dementors, force us to relive our, uh, our worst memories. Um... The woman Harry scream, uh, heard screaming when he passed out that time was probably his mom the night he died. Literally, that's the shit they kind of bring up. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, Which is that's fucked, fucked up, up. man. Uh, Lupin <laughs> lets loose that he's like, hey, you know, I actually knew your mom. Uh, they were friends in school. She was there for me in a time that no one else was. And she was uncommonly kind. Uh, had a way of seeing the beauty in, uh, in other, uh, most especially when they couldn't see it in themselves. Uh, he was also homies with James, too, who had a, and I love this, because like your dad had a natural talent for trouble, which I've heard he has passed on to you, Harry, uh, which is cool. It's like a little nod of like, it's just cool. We used to fuck. He reminds me a lot of like Mysterio. He is like, like I just want to be his friend, you know. Yeah, like I cool. want him to hang with me, and but it's not an act, you know. Like, no, that's it's who not. He is. Let's go to the Red yeah. Box. Let's get a couple movies. 
oh, we're doing pizza? Great, let's do it. You know, like, I just want to hang out with this dude. Uh, of course, the kids all come back from Hong's Meets Village, uh, and they're talking about their first trip there, and Ron was bu- disappointed because he didn't get a chance to go to the Shrieking Shack, which apparently is the most haunted place in all of, uh, of England, because uh, people used to hear a lot of screams coming out of that motherfucker. Uh, and this is where they discovered the painting, the painting of the fat lady that lets into the Gryffindor common room is has been torn apart, and the fat lady is gone. Um, Dumbledore comes up to investigate, and he tells everyone to go look, ask all the paintings where she might have been, because uh, the paintings are all connected in one cool world, and uh, she can go in any of them. Of course, they don't have to look too far, because they find her in a painting of uh, some hippos, presumably in the African safari. She's hiding behind one of them, and this is where she goes... That mean old, uh, she, she talks about how it was Sirius Black that did this, and everyone's like, fuck, he got into the castle. Uh, let's lock this motherfucker down, and we have to put all the kids in the Great Hall, which reminds me a lot of that band trip I took up to Arvin, California, where I saw all my friends' penises in the shower the next day. Because you guys were all adults, and you shower together. We thought we'd all look at each other's dicks for the first time. And you realize like, wow. opening. like... I got one of my friends that had a big old donger. And I was like, Jesus. All right, all right. I'm just saying there's levels to everything. let's back up. There's levels. Wow, I'm not as lucky as I thought I was. Yeah. Uh, we go back out and another changing of the seasons. Uh, the Wamping Willow loses all. It loses one leaf and then goes and shakes off all the rest of his leaves. Uh, actually, no, all the leaves fall off immediately and then it goes like a little shutter because it's cold, which is kind of fun. They fell uh, out a little too fast for me. No, that was the funny. Oh, I loved it. Like, I loved it was it. like it was like a Family Guy like one frame like when Peter does something poof, and he like falls in one. It was a little too fast. For me. Uh, there was it. some I other point it. to the scene of the kids all sleeping there. They talked to Harry. Even oh, they talk about over him, and I can't remember what the hell. Yeah, they talk about. about Harry, right? They Jesus talk about Christ! Him. Another example of just like uh, really like that. That's how we're gonna deliver this yep. exposition. Yeah, where the conversation is like, and it's like oh, it's on purpose. Him. They want him to hear. Yeah, that's that's. Stupid! Then double no. Just do this shit yourself. Yeah, just do it, man. Just, just grab Harry. Say, you know what? You're not gonna go to school. Yeah. You're gonna be my personal little problem. You're solver. gonna be my valet. You're yeah. gonna take me to things like pick up my shit and all that stuff. Um, defense against the Dark Arts class the next day is uh, helmed by Professor Snape. Lupin is gone, incapable of teaching at the present time. Uh, Hermione is there again, but no one saw her come in. And Ron's like, what the fuck is happening? But he's so smitten by her and so just kind of conflicted that he's fucking over his best friend here that he just doesn't care. He's, um, not, he's not. Don't do this. He's not fucking over Today, they're, friend. of course, going to study werewolves, which is just a low-key fucking slight, just a slight at Lupin. Like, what a dick thing to do. Yeah, Dude, I love that the whole class, like, we're not even close to that. We're, yeah. like, over yeah. here, and they're like, just go to this page. And he goes and he asks the difference between an animingus and a werewolf. Of course, uh, no one's volunteering except for Hermione, which he just he doesn't even look at. But Hermione just starts talking about it, uh, and he takes Gryffindor points away because he's like, "You're just incapable of like not speaking out of turn." Uh, but the important thing here is uh, an animingus is someone who can willi- willingly change themselves into an animal, like a wolf. And a werewolf is uh, is involuntary. It happens uh, once a month. Turn to page three ninety four. I don't do I don't do a great Alan Rickman yet. I'll it's Quidditch time days. the next day, and man, you think they they call this one for a, a, for weather? Yeah, you know what I mean. Inclement it is weather, a fucking right? torrential downpour. Lightning, you know. Lightning. The, uh, the first thing <laughs> yeah. we see is someone's broom is on fire as she's rocketing toward the ground, and I'd be like, man, they just don't care about school <laughs> safety at all. Uh, some of the uh, Harry's, it's uh, I think it's Gryffindor versus Hufflepuff, which is cool because every time they play, they play someone different, which is cool. Um, uh, Harry goes for the snitch and the kid that's chasing the snitch is about to get it gets struck by lightning <laughs> and just fucking dies he's dead uh, Harry of course goes up to find the snitch and then is surrounded by Dementors and he has some cool flying hair but not cool enough to outfly the Dementors who he straight uh, up does a, a down C Star Fox 64 maneuver hell yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, not quick enough though, because one of the Dementors starts kisses him a little bit, and the next one kisses him, and then they start sucking his will to live, and then he falls <laughs> off his broom all the way to the ground, almost dying. But uh, Professor Dumbledore, at the last minute, uh, elevates him and saves Quidditch him. Quidditch needs more dude. rules, man. I'm saying it. No, dude, it it's needs the more shit. regulation. The, no. That that uh, the Dumbledore shot so good, like him getting up and like it fading to black as he does the like catches him. Really, and I yeah. like that because really every time it. it fades to black, it does do that thing you were talking about, where Cloudy, like it yeah. comes in from the sides mm-hmm. and kind of yeah. does an iris wipe. I like that when it works like here. I hate it when it ends the movie in the most awkward, corny ass way possible. It's a little weird. You didn't but we'll like talk the fireball it. scene? Uh, Harry's broom. Harry wakes up and unfortunately he's in the hospital. He's like, "What the fuck happened?" Like, they saved you, but sorry, dude. They just give him his Nimbus two thousand and it is ja- it's just in pieces. This and stupid like, ass tree killed it. Out two to four weeks, questionable to return. Yeah, <laughs> not good. Uh, Harry later walks with Lupin and learns that the Dementors affect Harry most. He's like, why do these fucking things keep coming out to me? And they're like, because you've seen, they affect you the most because you've actually seen true horrors. All the rest of your friends just grew up. The worst thing they had to deal with was, I don't know, yeah. taking a hard shit. You, your parents died. Ron saw a cockroach last night. <laughs> and he roared again. Fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Lupin, he's like, well, maybe someone who is a defense against the dark arts teacher could teach me how to deal with these fucking things because they keep coming after me. Lupin's like, not a bad idea. Uh, I'll teach you after the break. How about that? And Harry's like, no, how about right fucking now because they're still out there, bro. And also, I don't go home for the fucking break. So I'm just going to be sitting scared shitless in the corner of my fucking dorm room, maybe jacking off underneath my fucking blanket a couple times just to, just to de-stress. And can you blame him? For wanting to de-stress, Andy? Yeah. Okay. These things are trying to kiss his life away. His parents are dead. He keeps hearing his mom screaming as he's orgasming. This <laughs> <laughs> is the worst thing possible. Why? I got there. Why? I got there. That clip, that, that 15 seconds that Nick just went off, that is going to be the thing. That better that, give me that, five that, points for <laughs> Professor McGonagall right there. Well, uh, we, uh, we hope she comes by. Uh, there it is. Because uh, right now, Ravenclaw killing it. It's winter time. Slytherin, and not so great. I, well, I'm not slow. Well, he's House Dursley, remember? <laughs> he's Dudley from House Dursley. Uh, everyone's going back to Hogsmeade. Hogsmeade, because it's uh, wintertime again. I love this uh, for the off-campus. Harry tries to sneak out with uh, with the invisibility cloak, but gets caught by none other than Fred and George. And I love this. because Finally know. giving him something yeah. to do. Yeah. Fred and George become are, are awesome. And I like them you a lot. You can't sneak past yeah. these motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, I like them. I just don't think they're very good at acting. Oh, I like these two. Oh, I like them. I, I like this moment a lot where it's like they pull them apart aside and they're like, hey, we got the solution. To me, you. they're like, it's hard to find twins that have redhead that are both redheads. Well, they they weren't. Was it just one guy? Even No, more, they, even, no, no, no they had to dye twins. their hair. Oh, I mean, yeah. okay. I thought you were going to say, like, well, they weren't twins. It was just one guy <laughs> that they doubled. <laughs> like, they oh, they even less of an excuse to hire, like, that bad of an oh, actor. I think they're great. To be fair, I'm not quite sure why they decided to give him this map because he probably could have gotten out of the castle pretty easily with his visibility cloak. But, but clearly he could get caught. Yeah. That's true. Right? And proving that, they're, uh, proving that they're just awesome human beings and they kind of see Harry as a little brother as well. They give him the Marauder's map. And I love that they're like, it pains us deeply to give this away. But it's been good to us. We've had some good times. And you're like, what are those good times, J.K. Rowling? Maybe write about those. Maybe write about those instead of writing a fucking Newt Scamander story. Speaking for f- of Newt Scamander, during close-ups of the Marauder's map, the name Newt Scamander can be seen. Really? This is the fictional author of the book, Fantastic Beasts, and where to find them yeah. in the Harry Potter universe. And there you go. Uh, they I give him that. the Marauder's map and say, in order to open it, you say, I solemnly swear I'm up to no good. Tap the map. And the map shows everyone, uh, including, uh, it just shows their footprints. Just everyone straight where solid. It's fucking awesome. Uh, he's like, how did you get this? He's like, we stole it from Filch's office. It was just there. Uh, and it was apparently made by someone named Mooney, Wormtail, Padfoot, and Prongs. No, Prongs, nobody knows who they are, but this thing is awesome. Uh, 
Harry takes that, and, and they're like, oh, when you're done, by the way, just uh, tap it and say mischief managed, and it'll go back to being just a piece of blank parchment. Harry takes the passage that leads to Honeyduke Cellar. Uh, he sees everyone there eating chocolate. How these kids don't fucking get early onset diabetes is beyond me, because all they're doing is drinking it's butter magic. beer. I guess it is. In you the just magic, magic it away. Maybe probably make a lot of money with uh, cancer in the, in the real world here. Uh, Malfoy, Crab, and Goyle catch up to Hermione and Ron, who are outside of the streaking shack, uh, and they start fucking with them. But Harry... Decides to just terrorize uh, Malfoy. First kind of like real hints at some type of romance between Harry, not Harry, Ron Ron and and Hermione. Hermione Then I was like, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, you guys, and I submit for the jury's. I hate it. For the the jury. Motion denied. Thank you. Motion for the jury. Nope. Not denied. So not tonight that, that Harry gets like pissed and starts tried. just bombing people with 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 snowballs because that's his sexual angst is not able to communicate that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The he snowballs, is, yeah. Kevin, they represent large amounts of calm. Of calm. <laughs> I don't like from, any of from this. From one mouth to another. Snowballs. Paris, hey, that was good. Uh, there it is. There was it, is. it. Was it good? Uh, Harry Harry saves him, of course, with the invisibility cloak, which Hermione. Ron's like, oh, what the fuck's going on? Hermione's like, it's clearly it's our Harry, friend dude. with the invisible cloak, you fucking moron. How am I gonna marry you if you're gonna be this stupid? Yeah, she balances him out. You know what it is? God. You know what it is? It's Jan and Michael from the office. It's exactly like it's Jan is. being like, oh reference. my god, this guy sucks. Does Hermione get big fake titties too? No, Jesus, no. Sorry, oh, Jesus. Sorry, future spoilers. Jesus, future spoilers for the office. <laughs> uh, they go back to town and see Cornelius Fudge and Professor McGonagall, and we get that scene that we all just don't fucking like upstairs in the broomsticks, where uh, with Rose Murda, who is a character that's there for no fucking reason. Let me just go back to the just for the other characters to explain what's happening to her. Let me just go back to the snow scene uh, again. I I hated the fake animal noises. I hated uh, Hermione's laughing here. I hated her like when during the the snowball. Yeah, I didn't notice it. Yeah, like it's it's really really bad ADR, and she's just like like her mouth's like like that, but she's laughing like, (laughs) and it's like (laughs) like it just looks really bad. (laughs) What was it again? It's just. Like her mouth is moving in a way that does it's not treasures. match the audio. It's a treasure. It's so stupid. Andy is a treasure. Uh, we get some backstory here. A lot of exposition for no reason other than just we need to get this shit out. Uh, where Professor McGonagall is like, basically, look, uh, Sirius Black was the only person that knew where the Potters were hiding. He clearly sold them out to Voldemort and then in doing so also killed uh, Peter Pettigrew, who was just a, all they found was one finger from his. He just exploded him. Uh, and the worst part is Sirius Black is also Harry's godfather. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <gasps> Everyone pause for dramatic effect and we'll go to the next scene uh, very poorly do they go to scene. like baptisms and stuff Godfather yeah, of course yeah. Yeah. they also they were forced they to watch a, the they have like a they dip them in water Santo. also yeah. I feel like that's just something that like I'm sure James was just like hey you're the Godfather and everyone was like oh, wow right, what, you know? like, what does that mean <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, of course <laughs> Harry does not like this goes back to the streaking shack and he just pissed off through crying, which is not very good. Uh, he yeah. just, he's so like, bad. It's that so bad and so awkward. Terrible it's like, acting. you're, okay, I get it. You're a 13 year old boy. You're a 13 year old boy. You're seriously, seriously about to go sit in this little log and just like hide in your invisible oh, thing and oh. just cry. He's my, well, I mean, my I feel parents. like that makes sense. I just think the acting is bad. I mean, that he, he has just, a godfather? No, the, the, no, that it's serious black, yeah, dude. That was the Godfather was the Godfather? reason. Well, he's, he betrayed his parents. Yeah, he's that's what he was finding he was, out. He was, he was, oh, he's so either way, I mean, what? Breaking his promise to Arthur I'm Weasley. Cry, being upset. Sure. Oh God. Yeah, here we go. There it is. Children! He remembered. That's good. Oh, how could I forget Nicholas? You got it, you got it. Professor Minus points. Minus points. Thank you for reminding me, Andy. It's me, Professor McGonagall, and I'm back on the show. 
it's been an eventful day for point movement, let me tell you, in the land of Hogwarts. So far, we are going to give 15 points to Ravenclaw. They get these points for Nick's use of snogging when talking about the map. And then Dolby's sticky socks. <laughs> He's just in a room with 30 of morale. Like, and Andy and Brian next? pedophilia when they go to his bedroom. There you go. Now, for the first time ever, I am removing 15 points from Tim's team. Yeah. What? I do not know what team Slytherin. he's on. He's Slytherin. He's Slytherin. Points for doubting me, Professor McGonagall, not helping Harry on the field trip. If there is no permission slip, Tim, I cannot let him on the magic bus or whatever they fucking do in this movie. Yeah. I didn't see it. I can't break the rules, Tim. Now on how, top wait, of that, how many of did course, I lose, though? How many did, did 15, I lose? Fifteen, I said. Oh, okay. We move in fifteen-point increments. Do you Some, watch these sometimes, movies? Sometimes we do five, but okay. You goons. <laughs> <laughs> now. I respect, I respect Professor McGonagall's use of the uh, post-it note as well, just because it's been a long week, and she hasn't taken a break since Toronto. <laughs> oh, Kevin Dazzler! You forgot your Slytherin mug, so there it is for you. Yeah, Put it right it there, you little that. Slytherin bitch! It says something Never forget who you are! Little Slytherin Give bitch. Give him the wonder it! It says little Slytherin, it's Slytherin bitch. bitch! Yeah, there it is. There People keep trying to forget, but we won't let them forget! Kevin Dursley! Slytherin bitch! 15 points, Ravenclaw! Negative 15 points, Tim! Slytherin. Slytherin, bitch. All Slytherins. <laughs> All right. Professor McGonagall, everyone. I, uh, wow, flew away that really was the, quickly. Uh, I'm going to call that the McGonagall minute hate, from now on. How about that? I hate that? this bit so I much. Also, I love I it. also kind of forget that, like, when he referenced Tim doubting McGonagall's moves and him not and McGonagall not liking that, I was like, "Oh, that's the McGonagall from the same movie that we're watching." Like, I, I kind of like lost oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I was that's like, how real oh, it was. Wow. Like, if you talk shit about McGonagall in the movie, you she can talk shit up. in real life. Yeah, crazy shit, man. Uh, I appreciated course, McGonagall using the wand as a mic. Yeah, my left <laughs> ear hurts so bad. There's like definitely a ringing going the on, hitting <laughs> that you get with the wand. <laughs> Uh, Harry uh, breaks Arthur's promise the promise he made to Arthur now and he's like I'm out for f- I'm Steven Seagal man I'm out for fucking justice I'm gonna go find this motherfucker and track him down I'm just a just, the, just a wizard <laughs> uh, springtime baby which means Lupin's time it's time for Lupin to teach Harry the Patronus charm in order to work you need to think about something very 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 happy powerful memory uh, lets the boggart out and it turns into a mentor and Harry tries the first time and, and fails miserably passes out again and then wakes up and Lupin's just sort of like pushing the chocolate into his lips like Oh, take the chocolate, take the chocolate digitally. Oh. And he's like, "What were you thinking of?" <laughs> he's like, "I thought." With you, he's like, "I was thinking of the first time I uh, I uh, uh, wrote a broom." And he's like, "That's not fucking good enough, kid." I said it like a happy, like a powerful memory. And he's like, "Well, I don't like, know." That's shit. all I got. And he's like, "I don't know." He's like, "We'll try it one more time." And they try it one more time. Here he's like, "I got another memory, but I'm not sure if it's good or it's bad." Weird. I don't know. It's a little weird, guys. Like, I don't know. Somebody just needs to force feed me Ma'am. chocolate. <laughs> Ma'am. Do they ever explain what the memory is? He, he just said it was his parents, right? He says he has a memory of, like, well, well they let the bog out again, and he's actually able to do it. Not the full Patronus, but he says expecto Patronum, and shoots out, like, the, just the whiteness right. of it, the, the energy of it, beats it back, and then he puts it back into the thing. And he's like, wow, good job, man. Well what were you thinking Harry. of? And he goes, I don't really know if it's a good or bad memory. I just remember seeing my parents' face, which you have to imagine. He's like, the, the image of them from his crib maybe something powerful. And he's like, I don't even know if it's real. I just, that's the memory. And he goes, well, apparently it worked. It's beautiful. So, I, beautiful. I love that. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. like good. 
gets uh, me emotional. Thinking later, about Hermione and Ron argue about Crookshanks eating scabbers. They visit Hagrid, who just got back from the hearing. Uh, Buckbeat's dead. He's Thanks done, to the Malfoys. Dude. We got to kill that motherfucker. Dead as uh, doornails. That night in the dorm, Ron had a bad dream about spiders, which is great. He wakes up. He's like, the spiders make me tap dance. And Harry's like, well, you yell, you tell those spiders, Ron. Yeah. And I was like, Get okay, thanks, Harry. He goes back to bed. I love that. I like, yeah, it's a fun that's something you would yeah. do for your friend yeah. if you woke up. Uh, Harry then looks at the Marauder's map and sees Peter Pettigrew. And he's like, that's weird. I thought that motherfucker was dead. Uh, goes and investigates. And uh, Peter Pettigrew comes toward him, toward him, toward him, toward him, toward him. And then he's like, where the fuck is he? Walks around him. Of course, he can't see him because he doesn't realize that Peter Pettigrew is not a full-grown human being at this point. Uh, but who does he run into? Snape. That's right. Snape's like, what's that in your pocket, bro? And then... Pulls it out of his face, like, give it to me. He's like, just a piece of spare parchment. He's like, bullshit, man. You can't write. I know you. I've seen you in my class. You're a dumb shit. Like, I already gave you shit for taking notes, like a dumb shit. Anyway, grabs it and says, reveal your secrets this to some, me. This is some skunky weed. How much you pay for it? <laughs> exactly. You cannot do a snip, man. You really can't. This is a something. No, it's further away. It didn't work. <laughs> uh, of course, the, the map is, is aware of the spell and fires back and just tell, makes fun of Snape's nose. And it's like, tell Snape to mind his own fucking business with that big ass nose. Burn, sick burn. Yeah, it's like, damn, Harry. Like, you're really getting after him there. Well, no, it's the it's the, it's map, the map itself. They don't. No, 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 the map is, is like, it has a self defense or a defense mechanism where if anyone tries to do it, it just fucks with them. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they, they have to. You, the only way to unlock it is if you know the secret to unlocking it. And of course, Lupin. Uh, Lupin comes up uh, and finds them as well and, and takes the map and he's like maybe you can take a look at this as defense against the dark arts teacher and Lupin of course immediately recognizes it and covers for Harry saying oh this is clearly a joke map from Zonko's which is the joke shop um, so it's just you know really it's, cool. it's stupid mm-hmm. um, of course Lupin takes him back to the dark arts and gives him the or the dark arts room and gives him the what for he's like Did, has it fucking occurred to you that there's a killer out there and if he had this map he would know exactly where you are at all times in this castle and Harry's like, no, why would I think about that? That's just a weird jump in logic. Like, how would he even know this map existed? It doesn't matter. He's like, you got to be smarter. Come on, man. You fucking, you he suck. And he goes, all right, well, just so you know, the map doesn't work. As he's leaving, he's like, he's like, how do you know the map doesn't work? He's like, because I saw someone on there that I know is dead. And a guy named Peter Pettigrew. And he's like, oh, fuck. He's alive and he's here. And of course, he has the map, which is great. Uh, Professor Trelawney's class is next up, and they're looking at Dark, dark Crystal. And Harry wants, uh, Hermione is like, This is all bullshit. She pops up again, and Ron's like, What is happening? But he's blinded by the light, so he doesn't give a shit. Um, she tries to divine uh, from the mist in the crystal, but can't. And that's where we get in. Uh, Professor Trelawney just fucking just gutting her. Be an asshole, just really. Gutting her. A talentless asshole just ripping apart this. Very, very intelligent person. Try hard. You know? uh, Harry, of course, uh, the ball, Hermione knocks the ball over as she runs out, just pissed off. Uh, and Harry finds it later, goes to return it to Professor Trelawney, who is actually having a real prophecy at this point, uh, because we know because she's talking that weird ghastly voice. Uh, she says, quote, he will return tonight. He who betrayed his friends, whose heart rots with murder, shall break free. Innocent blood shall spill, uh, uh, shall be spilt. And the servant and the master shall be reunited once more. And then she snaps out of it. She's like, sorry, what were you saying? She has no idea that she's done this. <laughs> I liked uh, that was shot. Yeah. Uh, the next day, Filch. I think it's Filch is the ex- executioner, right? No. No, no, no. Oh, it's no, not no. a specific it's, guy? It's, yeah. Someone out there sharpening You like Filch just creepy. put on an executioner That's what I thought cat. it was. I thought <laughs> it was some <laughs> fucking like, Dark Souls he, he's, villain. He's yeah. like the ministry executioner. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the crew finds uh, Malfoy and a goon spying on where the execution of uh, Buckbeak's about to happen. Uh, and they get all pissed off. And Hermione threatens him with the wand. And they're like, don't do that. You can't kill him. And so Hermione throws the worst punch ever recorded in cinematic history. I don't understand multiple angles. I don't understand how they didn't reshoot this. Like, it is terrible, absolutely terrible. It's not a good punch. It's it's like a arm thrust. <laughs> it's more of a thrust, but they shot it from behind, and it's so clearly that she's like five feet away from him 
that it doesn't make any sense. I digress. Whatever. She threw a punch. She's like, I felt good. And it really hurt him. And it really hurt him because he's just like, oh, oh I'll <laughs> get that filthy mud blood. Um, he's a little bitch, I'll dude. get that filthy mud blood. <laughs> they go to Hagrid's house, and of course, Hagrid has found Scabbers, gives it back to Ron. Uh, Ron and Hermione kind of... Uh, they're like fighting over some shit. Oh no! Yeah, Ron Hermione again talking about scabbards. <laughs> some and, shit. Talking about scabbards and Crookshanks fight, and then uh, and they get interrupted by a rock going through the window that breaks a vase. Then another one hits Harry right in the head. Harry looks out and sees Dumbledore and Fudge and Filch, and they got to get out of there for some reason. Though even though it's broad daylight outside, I didn't quite I didn't quite grasp why they had to leave. He's like, oh, it's getting late. You're like, it's fucking four o'clock in the afternoon, bro. <laughs> yeah. And we're with the, we're with literally a professor. I think we're okay. Doesn't matter. They had to run out. Um, Filch and the or the executioner Fudge and Dumbledore are coming to kill Buckbeat. They sneak out the back door. Uh, Hermione looks over and thought she saw something, but she's like, I, I didn't see anything. Uh, they run back up the hill and look back just in time to see the axe fall and smidge. <laughs> oh, they kill. Oh, that's so sad. Uh, they share a hot three-way cry and then Scabbard bites Ron <laughs> and, and runs away. Uh, Ron tries to chase after him. Uh, and catches him right underneath, but he doesn't realize that he's standing right underneath the Whomping Willow. Uh, before they can warn him, the Grim shows up, which is the giant dog, uh, and grabs Ron and drags him underneath into the secret hole of the Whomping Willow. Uh, I don't like this because I th- I think is this is this the one where they where they talk with a knot in the Whomping Willow? How they I'll get to it. Yeah, okay. but yeah, I will confirm that that's. that's I, don't, I don't like that they had to do away with that whole thing, but I guess we're getting long in the tooth here anyway. Uh, Harry and Hermione try to follow, but they have to they have a fight with the Whomping Willow first, which eventually just ends up throwing them down the hole anyway. Uh, finally making it through, they follow a passage door, which leads to none other than the Shrieking Shack. Uh, but as they get up there, it's a trap. Ron's there just laying down, kind of all sexy like, and he's like, "No, Harry, don't come in. It's a trap." You think he would have called out like, "Don't come in here, man. It's a trap." And who is the dog? Well, the dog is an Animingus, and the dog is none other than Sirius Black. Uh, Harry tackles him before he can cast a spell. Um, excuse me. Harry, like, tackles him to the ground, and Sirius is not fighting back. And you're like, why aren't you fighting back? This is fucking weird. And then Harry's about to cast a spell, and Lupin comes in and disarms him. And he's like, you're like, oh, fuck, is Lupin a bad guy? Has Lupin been bad the whole time? Is could every a, could cool. a dark arts teacher be a bad guy? No way. And I and I love this part because in the book you're like, oh, fucking A, man. They got yeah. me again. Yeah. <laughs> they got me again. And he's like, he's like come back on, let's. And forth. So good. So good because like, you don't know. Yeah. It's it's written perfectly. Like, where he's damn like, it, I'm 13 years old reading this and I thought I was smart enough. He's they, like, they, we got, dang it, they got me again. I know, they got me fucking again. <laughs> Actually, to be fair, I was 19. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Uh, of course, they're like, no, we got to let's kill him. Let's kill him now before anything fucking happens. And no, he goes, we no, wait. we got to tell we, Harry deserves to know the truth. And so you're like, oh, they're going to fucking kill Harry. But first, they're going to lay some knowledge on him real quick. Um, <laughs> it's a villain monologue. And he goes, and Harry's like, I know the fucking truth, motherfucker. You killed my parents. And Sirius goes, no, Peter kills your parents. Peter Pettigrew kills your parents. And he's here. And Harry's like, what, what, what? And then who should interrupt? Of course, Snape. No idea how Snape figured out what was going on here. But Snape comes in and stops everyone. And Sirius just immediately starts giving him shit like they're kids. Like when they were kids. And I love that scene. Like where he's like, oh, fuck you. Like it would be like that. It'd be like if any of us hadn't seen each other in a year, we just immediately go back into just giving each other shit. Yeah. Um, Harry just decided, has had enough and just fucking sh- just destroys Snape. Just with, takes with him Expelliarmus, the fuck. Which, which is not what that, not what that should, spell does, should do, but, but it doesn't matter. Takes him the fuck out. Uh, and he tells Lupin, he's like, everyone needs to cool out and explain what's going on. And he goes, look, and Peter Pettigrew is alive, and he's right there, and he points at Scabbers. And Ron's like, this is Scabbers. He's been Ron my family. Ron the fucking dumbest person. Is like, me? Yeah. Are you talking about 
I'm He's wrong. like, no, not you, you like, fucking moron. God damn it. Swallow bleach for Christ's sake. Oh, too far. <sighs> and he's like, no, your your rat is is Peter Pettigrew. And he's like, why? He's not my rat. This thing's been my family for. And he's like, twelve years. Twelve years. Which is exactly the amount of time that since Harry's parents were killed, and I have been in Azkaban. It's weird that uh, a rat has lived this long, huh? Yeah, and like, they were like, oh, it is weird. Tremendously, <laughs> most rats live for what, like two, three two, years, yeah. then they get cancer and die. Uh, of course, every they, one of them. Uh, the rat uh, bites Ron and tries to run away, and they blow him back up. And it is, in fact, Peter Pettigrew missing one finger, uh, which is half a little man, touch. half rat, half man, half rat. Uh, and they're about to kill him, and Harry stops him. He's like, "We're not killing anyone right now. We're going to take him to the castle, and we're going to let the Dementors have him." Uh, and but maybe we should knock him out first. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe that'd be something. a good idea. Here, turn it back Stupid on a rat and just him. throw him in a bag and just let yeah, him watch as the curse. oxygen goes yeah. away slowly. Yeah. Okay. Just look at his little, little cold, dark black eyes as they go into the ethos. Yeah, bye bye. Really dirty, dirty teeth because he's a rat. Speaking of dirty teeth, let me tell you about our sponsor. Wow, really good. Holy shout out to Quip. If you want to know about sensitive sonic vibrations, I'm gonna tell you all about them. For an effective clean that's gentle on your sensitive gums, you should be using Quip. It's a toothbrush. It's an electric toothbrush. It's very sleek. It's very sexy. I have the black on black one. You guys have heard all about it. I enjoy it a lot. Um, I just went to Toronto and it's fantastic because you get the little stand. That normally I have in my shower and it just stands there. It's easy to use. But then when I take it to travel, you take it, flip it the other way, put it in, and it becomes a sheath. A sheath. Oh, oh like a sword. Yeah. That I get to travel with. And that that's Shoot. a lot of fun. It doesn't quite make that uh, sound, but I like to think that it does. We can work um, on that. The brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just five dollars. Uh friendly reminder for when it's time to refresh and stay committed to your oral health. Uh, 75% of us use old, worn-out bristles that are ineffective, but not here at Kind of Funny. I would say at this point, about 75% of us use Quip. So we are brushing with the nice, even, clean two-minute timer, Andy. Have you heard about this two-minute timer? I haven't. Tim, tell me all about that it. That is a lie, but I'll tell you again anyways. Oh, sure. 30 seconds for each quadrant of your mouth. That's right. The northeast, the southeast, the northwest, and southwest quadrants. Kind of or four quadrants how, how do quadrants of your mouth work? It's top, left, bottom, right. Head, Bottom. shoulders, knees, and toes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's now kids' brushes. The new brush is the same as the original version, just tweaked for size down mouths. <laughs> uh, kids are inspired to brush better <laughs> and more often with oral care that looks and feels like the products the adults in their life use and they're proud to use Quip. Help them develop a grown-up routine without childish gimmicks. It's almost school time. You know what I mean? The best way to get back into a routine is to start right now. <laughs> You're nailing it. Yeah, that, thanks, Andy. Doing Thank great. you. Um, that's why I love Quip and why it's perfect for getting back into a routine, like I said earlier. Uh, Quip starts at just $25. If you go to getquip.com slash KFMS right now, you can get your first refill pack free. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash KFMS. Get in there. Get clean. Get clean. Quip it up, dude. Quip, quip it. it up. Got to quip it up. Quip it good. I'm that quip. Brush with that quip. <laughs> when you teeth are dirty. She grabs some black. Take it back. Let's go back to the recap. Tim, when does the insanity kick in with these two? What's up? When does the insanity kick in? I don't know. I love it, though. It's like, that that was you were right there. Nick just walks in and immediately starts singing without missing a beat. Hey, man, that's what we got to do. Back to the plots. Uh, they go. They they help Ron out through the uh, with Harry and uh, and Sirius are helping Ron out through the passageway, and they're having a nice little moment where they're starting to connect here. Uh, and he was like, 
He's like, uh, uh, thanks for letting us not kill that guy. And Harry's like, listen, I, um, says, I didn't think my dad would want his two best friends to become killers. Also, uh, alive, Pettigrew actually proves that you're innocent so you can actually be free. And Sirius is like, I didn't think about that. A dead body, Pettigrew would also prove that. Yeah, but then you are then you killed him in cold blood. You got to go back to Azkaban for actually murdering someone. There is laws in the wizarding world, mm. turns out. Mm. Sirius is like, I know that we don't really know each other, but we I am your godfather. Uh, just in case you didn't know. And uh, if you want, you can come live with me when all this is over. And Harry's like, oh. And he's like, you know, no pressure or whatever. Uh, before he can answer, of course. And he's like, uh, but first, serious, maybe you should try to quit. Because, like, yeah, yeah. You got some looking teeth. rough there. You got some serious. You got a little issue yeah. right around this area. Serious plaque. <laughs> End the episode, man. Let's get out of here, dude. All right. Let's get out of here. Wow. Uh, the full moon pokes by the clouds. Lupin turns into a werewolf and all hell breaks loose. In the meantime, Pettigrew takes that opportunity to turn back into a rat and get the fuck out of there. Hermione tries to talk some sense into him, but he attacks. Snape randomly steps in. Which is crazy, and actually steps in front of the kids, yeah, which I thought was a cool kids. thing. That was cool. Makes um, sense. And then always uh, hinting towards. You always get these little hints, these glimmer of hope with, yeah, with Snape. Snape's not, like he's not yeah. Maybe he's not that bad of a guy. After it all. reminds me of one time I worked at a, at a golf course, Nick, and I hated. Uh, there was the, the main boss that like always was kind of looking over me. Was always the really really nice guy, and there was a guy above him who was like really dickish the whole time. And I I, I would always like, oh, that's our Snape, and that's our our Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. Turns out they were fucking the no. Okay. <laughs> Turns out the the bad guy the whole time was actually good. Whoa. And I was like, wow, it's like Snape. So they were both good? No, the other one sucked. <laughs> Not like Dumbledore. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was still like a, no. a twist and turn. Sad that happened to you. Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, all hell breaks loose and Sirius turns back into a dog and starts fighting him and they and they roll around and then uh, he gets his ass kicked and Harry is about to get, get eaten by this thing and then a howl. Uh, uh, from the from the random distance uh, gets Lupin to go away. Harry finds uh, Harry finds Sirius by the lake and he's he's knocked out and then gets surrounded by Dementors and as he tries to do the Expecto Patronum thing it doesn't really work because there's like 400 Dementors and they start sucking his soul out and they almost get all of um, Sirius's soul because you see it kind of come out of his mouth and you're like oh no that's terrifying and then something from across the lake actually does the the Patronus yeah a light happens man, but there's no sound it's, it's weird fucking awesome. It's really cool. Sound design's great. I love it's probably some of my favorite sound design, second to the big shield in Phantom Menace when mm-hmm. they get shot. Remember the big shield in Phantom Menace when they're on the field and it's like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. The yeah, sound yeah. effects here are awesome, dude. Uh, also, Harry, Nick, were you just singing the like song from uh, I was. Little Mermaid? I was. I was. <laughs> I get those sucking souls. They're sucking souls down okay. there and right. upstairs, up where it's uh, where we can play all day in the sun. Okay. Uh, too late. Serious back. Uh, Harry wakes up. In the hospital again. Wait, do we not see the? Uh, what was it? We see a stag. Stag. We see the white yeah, stag. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's right. Uh, Harry wakes up later, but we, which is funny because we don't really get the significance of the stag till later. It doesn't matter. Actually, I don't even think they do it. Period. In this, no, they don't explain no. this. No. At it's all really in the poor. Movie, they do it later. What, like, no, the stag they don't. Is. It, yeah, they do don't they explain not? it all throughout in the, the movies. In, movies. Yeah. Uh, what that's the stag? Do you know what the stag is? No. The stag. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. It has to do with the marauders and shit too. Uh, What's your Patronus, by the way? Me? Yeah. Um, a Pottermore. I think mine's like a, a, an e- a hawk. Or mine, an was a, mine was a fucking Ethan hawk. Mine is Maya hawk. Mine was a Bengal tiger. Whoa. No, it you're wasn't. He's fucking You're a fucking like, little, little thakwache, goddamn little... Uh, what are they called in English? Thakwache? The little Kevin's, things. Kevin, you know what yours would be? Say something offensive. One of those little things that can live on the moon. What are they called? 
Oh, uh, a Trunk water it. bear. No, yeah. What are, what's the what's the name for him though? That's like um, the Trunk a bunk. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, anyway. Tr- I'm trying to think of, a, of the th- th- the English word for taquacha. I'm blanking. Uh. Well, while you're possum. thinking, oh, possum, Saint Bernard dog, I really like one. Wow, that's yeah. good. You're, you are a Saint Bernard dog, yeah, but again, yeah, yeah. it lied to you. It told you you're Gryffindor. Tim's is yeah, a Prius C. Let's move on. We're in the hospital, really good, and Harry's like, "What happened?" And he's like, "Dude, all hell's broken loose." They got serious. He's up in the fucking castle. They're gonna kill his ass. They're, they're gonna give him the kiss. They're, they're, they're gonna give him the kiss, and they're gonna suck out his soul forever. Makes basically make him a living dead. Uh, and that sucks. Tardigrade. Uh, and then tardigrade is what it is. Uh, and then Dumbledore comes in and is like, "Well, uh, something could uh, could could help this." Uh, what is it? Oh. It, Dumbledore comes in and <laughs> starts talking to them about time and retracing their steps. And Hermione kind of gets it, and Harry's like, "What the fuck is going on?" And he says, "If they succeed, more than one life, one innocent life, might be spared. Uh, three turns should do it." And then uh, so bounces cool. out. And Hermione goes, okay, cool. And then looks over at Ron. She's like, well, Ron, you're all fucked up. Sorry. So I got to put my necklace around Harry. All right. And we got to get real close here. Yeah, Again, yeah. hot, hot heat. No, chill you know out, what I'm talking about? Chill out. Someone about. put the oven mitts on because yeah. this oven's heating up. Just platonic There's cookies in there. Oh, nom, 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 nom. But I do. I get it. Nom, nom, cookies. Uh, and Ron just keep playing the idiot. Like, what's happening? What are you guys doing? It's like, shot the fuck. And then, of course, it is revealed that Hermione has. You like you're doing a Kevin impersonation. It does. You just impersonated yourself. Uh, are you impersonated <laughs> us impersonating you? It turns out uh, Hermione has a time turner. Uh, Harry's, uh, and Harry tries to touch it. He just tries to touch her time turner and she slaps his slaps hand away. His hand. It's like, don't you try don't to touch, touch my, my time, time turner. turner. That's my time turner. You don't touch it. Don't touch time turner. It changed you. Uh, since Ron yeah, can't dick. since Ron can't walk uh, she takes Harry back three times turns back to 7.30 uh, where she's like okay where were we three times it's 7.30 where were we she goes oh we were going out to Hagrid's cool they head out to Hagrid's and see themselves Hermione explains to Professor McGonagall uh, gave her the time turner uh, so she could do double lessons all year Dumbledore clearly wants them to change something but she can't figure out what uh, they can't be seen because if people who see each other, time fucks you up. Like time, this is that's why this shit's illegal. Which is weird that they gave it to a student. But because if we see each other, they see each other, we're gonna freak out. It's gonna fucking break our minds. So we gotta make sure we don't see each other, ever, our, ourselves in the past ever. Yeah, Got it? this is like a Great. this is like a a tiny little thing amongst like all the fucked up stuff that they've allowed kids to have and do. It's gonna break our minds if we see each it other. Does, Except actually... in the first movie or second movie, I guess it was second movie. We there's a spell where you can turn into other people. That's fine. But, she's, but basically, like she, what she's alluding to is that yeah. she says people who mess around with time go mad because yeah. you you get it's caught like in it and you can't yeah. figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. So she's like, we got to be very yeah. careful. It about doesn't that. actually break your mind. It just would confuse everyone. No, I, I get know. that, but like. There's a lot of other things that are going to be confusing in this magic world, it's this true. wizarding world. Uh, either way, they go hide behind the pumpkins, and they see Cornelius Fudge and all those people going, and they're like, why don't we leave in the place? And then Hermione remembers, oh, a rock. She looks down and sees the rock with a little shell oh, baked into it, good... and throws it, and then throws another one. Harry's like, hey, that hurt, by the way, like when you hit me with a fucking rock. Um, they figure out they got to bang out, and they're like, oh, shit, we got to go into the forest. They go into the forest, and Hermione, in fact, <laughs> did see herself, and she's like, what? Oh, and then she goes, is that what my hair looks like from behind? Why didn't anyone tell me that? And 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 Harry's, and, like, and Harry's like just the way you are. Harry's like I've been staring at your behind since day one. We are gonna <laughs> get it. Eleven years old. No, they, they, Let's get and it. It's on. all these little small revelations that I think is just like so fucking creative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like J.K. Rowling rules. Yeah. Uh, uh, they of course go in and try to lead Buckbeat out. I, I, when the other kids bang out, they go and they try to un- unleash it. Buckbeat's like I don't care. I'm not having anything. And you hear what's cool about this is you hear Dumbledore inside stalling, stalling. for time. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's so yeah, awesome. So and you cool. know he knows. And you're like. Fuck, dude, he's ahead of the game, man. Yeah, 
what's this tube about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and then, look at the flowers. Yeah, and then as they come out, he literally goes, this was the, the flower yeah. bed. And everyone starts looking. And and Harry and Hermione are super scared outside and notice a distraction. They're like, oh my God, he's, this, a, fucking he's a genius, dude. He's a G, man. It's so cool. Master, master uh, strategist there. Uh, they lead. They finally get Buckbeat out into the forest with some dead ferrets. Uh, and then it's just time to wait. They're like, we got to wait. excessive amount of dead ferrets. Yeah. Well, he eats a lot. Yeah. Like, where'd you get them all? Well, they, they, were, they were hanging right up on. Uh, I'm just gonna put all these dead. I think Hagrid was me. hanging them to feed Buckbeat. She's Buck nasty. Even yeah. though Buckbeat was eating. Uh, it's Buck a good thing eating. that like Buckbeat didn't get closer and just start chopping them off of her. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that could have yeah. been poorly. Uh, let's see. They. Uh, let's see. Oh, Harry and Hermione uh, lead Buckbeat out into the dark. They uh, they go out into the Whomping Willow and take a look, and they're like, "We gotta wait now." They see uh, Lupin cast the Immobilis Curse on the Whomping Willow and head down the passage. And this is just an egregious, egregious oversight mm. because that is not how you stop the Whomping Willow from moving, uh, as Barrett will get to later. But then, I guess it just makes more sense here. And so then moments go. later, we see Snape. He's been following Lupin. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of makes sense. Uh, now we have to wait, and Buckbeat eats a lot of bats, which is fun. And he's like, I'm glad someone's having fun because I'm not. Buckbeat's like, I'm having a great time. He looks like he was having a great so time. So cute. Uh, Poor bats, though. Yeah. And Harry's like, Somebody down at the lake cast a Patronus and helped me. And I think it was my dad. Like, I'm pretty sure it was my dad. And she's like, Harry, I don't have the heart to tell you this. It's not fucking possible. Well, your dad's dead. And he goes, I know, hard. but he was there. Trust me, he was there. Uh, and he's like, only a really powerful wizard could have conjured it, and it was it had to be my dad because he kind of looked no like no other possible person. It in the be. book, I think they actually describe that he saw someone that was a brunette with glasses across the lake. Well, you kind of see the shape of yeah. the silhouette, so that's and why also, he thinks it was his dad. And this, you're like, why the fuck I, would you think it was your dad? At yeah. this point, I think in the books, he knows more about the Marauders and like. Yeah, all of that explanation happens yeah. before the Bear, time Bear will give it to I'm Bear, also getting Bear just hard nips thing about the ending right now. Hell yeah, like, they are ha- they are half-masked. Hell yeah. Uh, half-masked. Harry, Harry lets it go that he's excited <laughs> to live with Sirius. Mask? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sirius invited him to live with him, and he's very, very excited about that. He'll never have to go back to the Durses' house ever again. And then, you know, maybe we'll live in the country yeah. somewhere and raise some cute little half-man, half-pups together. It'll be great. Uh, we'll look at the sky and just... Never deal with Dudley ever again. Uh, then the action starts. Uh, we see all the thing, uh, yada, yada, yada. And Harry's about to get killed by Lupin. And Hermione howls. And we figure out where the howl came from earlier in the movie. And then Lupin starts coming after her. She goes, shit, I didn't think about that. They run. They try to hide. Uh, but sirens to no avail because they are liter- sirens are on our end. Um, they literally are being chased by a giant man dog who can smell them. Uh, and so it is... <laughs> It's there. That's right. There's no real hiding from that. Uh, the thing finds them, squares off against them, and is about to pounce. But who should jump in to save them? Buckbeat, who is enormous and just claws at him and like beats him away. And Lupin's like, oh, and runs away. Uh, and they're like, hey, Buckbeat, that's cool. You saved the day. And that's so awesome. Uh, of course, Harry and Dementors, uh, Harry and Hermione see the Dementors flying across the night sky toward the other side of the lake where they see uh, Harry and not, not having a good time. He tries to cast this cute little spell and it doesn't work. And Harry goes, cool. This is where it is. This is where I saw it right there. That's where my dad's going to gonna pop out any minute now, any minute now. And Hermione's like, I don't think he's coming. And then it, it hits Harry what has to be done. And he realizes, That's in funny. fact, he is the one that has to step out on the landing. And he casts that Oof. motherfucker. Oh, first time again, out, dude. Expecto oh, Patronum. And he casts a giant, beautiful stag that that just the radiates the shit out of the goosebumps over the lake. There, it's real. And oh man, them. they're all over. Yeah. They're all over. And man, I'll tell you, these to say that these dementors are shook would be an understatement. They're like, whoa, what happened, man? Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. pointy, whoa. Yeah. very I'm sharp, you, Kevin. Very small too. You. And then Harry, well, the unfortunately, is. is like, wow. no, I mean, he's not disappointed, but he's like, I thought it was my bad, my dad. But guess what? You know what? It was me. It was me. I'm and a I don't know if you just wizard. saw this, but this is the reason why you should be with me. 
instead of that redheaded idiot. Yeah. Who's still, oh, my, oh, oh just my leg. I don't fucking understand what's happening. Uh, why? So how come he screamed the spell this time, but he didn't the first time? I don't know. Okay. Didn't he? Didn't he not? No, you didn't, hear, I, I, you didn't hear somebody yell expect you don't have, a patrol. I don't have to think you hear the it the first time because it's from Harry's perspective and he's getting all fucked up from yeah, the, the mentors. Pulling, yeah. away. Like I But it's also oh, just convenient mean, filmmaking. Mean he, didn't, yeah. he didn't hear it when he saw it the first time. Yeah. yeah. yeah like they heard Hermione howl. Because yeah, it, because they do that would have let loose that it was Harry yeah. and you have to be. And I I think it's also in the book they describe like the the kind of parting like the distance in between them is a little farther than what they make in the movie and stuff so yeah he, he's also like about to faint yeah i, I think that's really what it he's is. all out of yeah. it he's getting his face i don't know if you've ever fainted out. but everything goes quiet boo-boo film uh, they jump back on buckbeak's back and they fly up to the the where they're holding Sirius in the fucking prison upstairs and her money just blows the wall apart <laughs> And then they jump back on Buckbeat's back and they land not so far away from the castle. I think, I feel like if you just did a jailbreak, you might want to land a little farther away. But they land in the fountain in the quad, which is right there. They're like, hey, yeah, but that's the smartest thing, man. Like, you you hide 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 Yeah, That's right. Uh, Harry goes, listen, I want to go with you. And Sirius is like, dude, listen, you saved my life. It's great. But my life is going to be crazy right now because I'm still a fugitive. Nah, it's just totally like the the estranged dad that like wants to be close to somebody. He's like, I got to, I know, I got to get this dick wet. And Harry's like, oh well, fuck, God. man, if, you, if you're if you still a fugitive, like, I didn't do anything. I didn't accomplish anything. And Sirius is like, no, you did. You know the truth. Like, we're homies now. And you saved my life. Like, mm-hmm. you did a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. we're good. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and he's like, but Peter Pettigrew was out there, and I didn't fucking do shit. And he's like, well, you kind of didn't do shit. But, you know, what? next time be better. Uh, of course, the star, the, they're like, fuck, we got to get back. Sirius flies off, and it's awesome. And now he and, he and Buck Beat are going to have adventures that J.K. Rowling will never write about. Uh, and the clock... <laughs> The clock starts uh, starts striking twelve or whatever the fuck they were, and, and they're like, "Oh shit, we got to go back to the infirmary." We get a cool shot where we fly through the glass of the. Dude, I love the, the, thing. the clock in this movie's dope as hell. Awesome. Uh, they fly in and they walk right up as Dumbledore is leaving the infirmary. Oh, so cool. And Harry goes, "He's free. We did it." And <laughs> Dumbledore goes, "Did what? Good night." Yeah. And just pops down. So like, awesome. Yeah, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Love I'm gonna it. go. Wink, is- wink. All over it. Uh, they walk back in, and but Ron's really, like, he was what? just high out of his mind. Oh, he was stoned. <laughs> He's on that good cush. I like the uh, thing he walked downstairs, like, what the, what the fuck? What were they talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, man, I could go for some of that chocolate that makes you happy. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. Maybe they were edibles. Uh, of course, they fuck with Ron. Ron's like, how could you guys be? In-? He's like, what the fuck happened now? And he's like, oh, you guys oh. were there, and now you're here. Oh, and he shits himself, wets himself, and passes out like a goddamn. And everyone's possum. just like, oh, Ron, shut the fuck oh, yeah. up. And Harry goes, like, honestly, okay. Ron, how could two people be in two places at the same time? And then looks at her mind, and they fucking make out because that's what they should have done. And Ron's like, oh, I missed my shot because I'm stupid. We get another scene with the Whomping Willow just fucking just destroys a blue jay again for no reason. Upstairs in Lupin's office, he's resigned. And Harry's like, dude, you don't have to go. And he's like, well, as someone let slip that I am a werewolf. And that's probably not wolf. a great idea not to good keep to be here. around kids. And pretty soon letters are going to come in. And people are going to want to go. So to save uh, face for for Dumbledore, I'm, I'm going to resign. But you should have stayed. Dumbledore you know is really cool about oh, it. This is where they have the scene where Harry's like, I didn't do anything. I didn't just make a difference. Don't have goes, windows, right? You saved an innocent man and uncovered the, the truth. That makes all the difference. Well, the, uh, the potion that he didn't take that day would have, I think, like had him like control himself. It would control him a little bit. But right? that's the, like, the, the potion puts know. him out though. How do you forget? But like that's why he missed that class because he's like it, it still fucks with you but it yeah. just stops him from going full on wolf. Uh, and then as he's leaving he goes you know since I'm not a teacher anymore I don't really have to feel any guilt about giving this back to you and gives Whoa. him back the Marauder's Map and he goes you know I think we'll meet again soon and then goes Mischief Managed and touches it and the map folds back up Whoa. and you get the hint that you're like oh he knows what's up. 
this was his map back in the day, even though we should have told you that because that's a yeah, cool they thing. they really should have told you that. Uh, Harry enters the Great Hall and everyone is gushing over a package Harry received, and it is a firebolt. Which oh, is I love that every room on the just planet. Like, What's a cooler thing we can yeah. do? <laughs> Nimbus 2000. Whoa. Nimbus 2001. Whoa. Whoa. The firebolt. Yeah, I'm so firebolt. glad they didn't go with like Nimbus 2003 or 2002 yeah. or whatever. No, no, like, the firebolt, is firebolt like, sounds so cool. The firebolt is like insanely expensive, too. Yeah. It's like buying a car. And nobody knows who uh, who said, hey, you feel like Sirius stole this one? I don't know who the hell knows. It doesn't matter. No, Sirius is a hell of money. That's Sirius true. Is a very rich man. How does he get it? He's a fugitive. Uh, no interest payments. Goblins, goblins, goblins and green gods. Yeah, like, whatever. Money's like, whatever, money. Yeah. 12, 12 months of no interest payments. Exactly. Uh, nobody knows who sent it, but guess what? It came with a hippogriff feather. We know that it's serious. That sent it to him. Uh, oh, is that a hippogriff feather? I never got that till right now. I assume oh. as much. I th- I no, assume no, that's a great call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, They all head outside, and Harry just hops on that broom and takes it out for a spin, which rockets him up in the sky, and we freeze frame on his face. As and it literally Iris does the wipe. Super Mario World. And it's just like, why? Why yeah, did you end the movie that way? An interesting choice. We'll but like, he was least. happy. You it's know? a dope credits, though. And, and then, then we you hear the, the fucking music. I'm like, this yeah. is great. But like, that was really not very, good. Very weird. Very weird. And that is all she wrote. That is all she wrote. Wow. Harry Potter. And the fat lady has sung. She didn't painting. sing. They should have ended the movie that way. She tried to sing. The painting. She should have sang. Would have been great. Boss Babies Book Corner. Boss Babies. I'm Barrett. No, he read the books. Come I, on. I'll do it one more time. Boss Babies Book Corner. Boss Babies. He read the book. No, you're off beat. Do it one more time. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode Christ. of Boss Babies Book Corner, a podcast within a podcast where I share the most important details from the Harry Potter books that were He's cut from the movies. Me. My name is Barrett Courtney. I am your host, and this week we are talking about Harry Potter and The Prisoner of Azkaban, which comes in at 435 pages. So we're starting to get into some territory. We're going to have to start cutting out a little more and more. Uh, so let's just get into a detail. Number one, uh, in the book, Harry doesn't do the Lumos uh, Maxima spell to look at his homework because again that shit is illegal why would he willingly do that when he knows it's illegal because like again they they were able to detect when he blew up his aunt and shit but they can't detect him doing the Lumos Maxima spell it's bullshit detail it's a a chill spell it's it's not how it works works. detail number two Harry doesn't get the fire but it's like jaywalking like no one saw it yeah, didn't happen. Detail number two: Harry doesn't get the fireball at the end of the year. He gets it during Christmas break, and it becomes this whole drama because this is when they think Sirius is trying to kill Harry, so he gets it uh, confiscated, and they have to like kind of check it to see if uh, there's like curses oh, put on right. it. And, and Hermione stuff. snitches on him. Yeah, Hermione, and they get like, really mad at Hermione and don't talk to her for months, and it's super upsetting. I'm really happy they cut this part out. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, that becomes whole drama. And to tack onto this uh, little point, uh, this they don't focus on Quidditch really at all throughout the the movies, and they don't talk about the Quidditch, uh, the Hogwarts Quidditch Cup. But this is the first year that Gryffindor wins it in like a very very long time, and it's partially due to the fireball and stuff like that. Uh, detail number three: Crookshanks, the cat uh, who Hermione got at the beginning of this book, uh, is actually the one helping Sirius uh, kind of navigate throughout Hogwarts. Um, because they kind of become friends because they're both animals and shit like that. Great. Uh, and then she also gets him. To, where does she? She buys him at the Leaky Cauldron too, which I thought it was a no, weird uh, uh, no. Uh, oh, it was Ollivander's. Not Ollivander's. Really? Ollivander's Catch sells a pet shop. Wa- yeah. Ollivander sells wands, Kevin. Uh, detail number four. Uh, Damn, get fucked, Kevin. No, I know what Ollivander sells. I just I they don't sell cats. Doesn't Kevin. matter. I'm sorry. Uh, detail number four. Snape. Uh, f- 
the reason Snape found them in the Shrieking Shack, not on like a weird whim, uh, Snape was the one who was making the Wolfsbane potion to give to Lupin every month, so he didn't like go full form. And so we, when he went mm. to Lupin's office, but Lupin wasn't there, the Marauder's map was on like the his table, and he saw them all like going down to the Whomping Willow. Right, that would have uh, been good to show. Yeah, it would have been. Uh, detail number five. In the movie, most of the explanation of the Marauder's map is left out. It was created by Harry's dad and friend. So Mooney is uh, Professor Lupin. Uh, Wormed, uh, mm-hmm. Wormtail is mm-hmm. Peter Pettigrew because he's, he's a rat. He's rat yeah. um, uh, Padfoot is Sirius Black because he's a dog. Oh, and mm-hmm. Prongs is Harry's dad because uh, all of them. Yeah, uh, no, because he can turn into a stag. All of them are unregistered uh, animagi, and that's, that, uh, that's because like you have to go through like all of these like registry and tests to like become an official animagus, which is what uh, McGonagall does. But when they found oh, out that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because but when they found out that Lupin was a werewolf, they all decided to like kind of do it illegally so they could hang out with him when he turned into a werewolf like every month. It's really cool, bro. Yeah. 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 Like, it took like when your friend has cancer and you just shave your head. Yeah, That's yeah. What it was every yeah. month. Whoa. But it took yeah. him three years to be. Yeah, able to and do it. it took him a while. And the other thing is the Wampy Willow was actually planted at Hogwarts because of Lupin because they he came into the school like. All of them, know, all the teachers knowing his condition, so they made a secret entrance to the Shrieking Shack, right. so he could go there every month and like kind of like wolf out and shit every month. And that's, and that's right. why the Shrieking Shack is also considered haunted because all those screams were like just Lupin. Yeah, when uh, when so he would once go, a month he'd freak out. Man, she's yeah. stealing. F- J.K. Rowling's ripping off animals. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> when he'd go to the, the Shrieking Shack because he was by himself, he'd hurt himself a lot of times. Yeah. Just accidentally, and like that's why he would shriek and shit. That's cool. also uh, why he had all the scratches and shit. Uh, detail number six uh, to piggyback off of that. There's also a story left out uh, about how James saved Snape's life when they were kids because Snape kind of puts together that Lupin is going into the Whomping Willow to sneak off uh, every month. No, no, it's serious. Isn't it serious that like no, tells him? So let me get to it. Uh-huh. Uh, Snape kind of figures out that there's something going on, and when he confronts Sirius about it, Sirius is like, "Oh yeah, go check it out." Like. Who knows what's on the other side? And then uh, James prevents uh, Snape from going there because if Snape went over there, uh, he would have been met by almost a fully grown werewolf and pretty sh- he probably would have died. Uh, and then the final detail that uh, I have for this week is uh, when Sirius um, kind of fl- after Sirius flies off and the, the school year wraps up, uh, Sirius sends Harry the permission form to go to Hogsmeade and signs oh, like, right. oh, like as Harry Potter's like guardian and and whatnot. I, I give him permission to go to Hogsmeade and whatnot. How did they not show that? Because there's just going to be a lot of bullshit that they cut out of these movies, Tim. Yeah, that's a lot. Of it's going to be going to hurt. This isn't even yeah, the, that would have been a great ending. Then I'd, I'll take the Super Mario music. That would be okay. This isn't even the one that hurts most, Tim. I'm going to let you know right now. And that concludes this week's episode of Boss Baby's Book Corner. What are your, some of your favorite details that I couldn't get to today? Leave them in the comments below. And while you're at, uh, while you're at it, give this video a like. Uh, share with your friends who also love Harry Potter. And subscribe to this channel if you haven't already. I'll see you next week for another episode of Book Corner. But until then... Expecto Patronum. There you motherfucking go. Did you wait? Did you talk about the Whomping Willow? About like the, the knot. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's like a knot in the. the yeah, the tree way you that, like, stop the Whomping Willow from there's like one little knot that they figured out that you could push and it would stop it. So the so the free, the Mobulus curse didn't work because I think they try it in the book and it doesn't work. But here's the thing: how would uh, Lupin be able to do it on his own? Because he doesn't turn into something small like. Uh, I I think he um gets. Uh, Panda roll. No, like uh, Pomfrey, like kind of goes down with him. I think, especially when he's younger. So I think what they do is like uh, do the Wingardium Leviosa on a stick and have the stick press the knot or something uh, like that. 
Sounds vaguely familiar. I just thought you said pretzel knot, and I got super hungry. <laughs> How good would that be for lunch? <laughs> it's time for Golden Snitches Get Stitches, the Cool Greg effect. Cool Greg, what did you think about Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban? That show was cool. I liked it a lot, but there was, it was disappointing how little Voldemort we got, really. Uh, a couple of flashbacks, point. I think, it was about it. I didn't like it. There you go. That is the Golden Snitches Get Stitches, the Cool Greg effect for this week. Um, now it's time for Haiku in Review. Seven syllables in the middle. You need five for the first and last line. If you're not poetic, no need to fret it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku in Review. Haiku in Review. You can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny to write in your review in haiku form of the Harry Potter movies as we go through them, just like so many of these people did, like Mike Gibby Gibson uh, saying, new Albus, old Ron. The map shows people fucking. Time travel is lame. Mm. Good job, Gibby. Um, Kale Dolphincorn <laughs> says, rat is Pettigrew. He for sure saw Ron nude. No yeah. denying it. Oh, yeah. He saw Ron do that a lot been, of That would have been my first worry. Not Matt, like I'm going to kill. Edwards, like, man, you saw me jerking a lot. Matt yeah. Edwards having a similar thought here. Uh, the family rat been around for 12 whole years watching you shower. You guys are perverts out there. I yeah, can't believe that you would take a franchise like Harry Potter and make it so who, disgusting. Who had the joke? Which comic? Who, who said this? Someone help me out here in the chat. Where they were talking about like how Fred and George had this map for 12, for like four years and, never. and never once mentioned the fact that Ron and Peter Pettigrew were sleeping together. Like they'd seen on the map oh, that his yeah. brother and a guy named a full grown man named Peter Pettigrew were just in the same bed the entire time. Hmm. Good point. But I mean, you don't sleep with your pet rat. It'd be near. Wouldn't you at some point have looked at it when you're like, looking Who's this in Peter your house? Yeah. Right by, yeah. Like, where, That's right by Ron. You never see um, what's it? Uh, Harry's owl. Like but Harry isn't a person. But the owl doesn't register no, no, on the map. No, I, no, I know what I'm saying is like it's not like it's in his room. But what I'm saying is when mm-hmm. Harry looked at the map, it said Peter Pettigrew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if Peter Pettigrew was on the map and Ron had in his hand, it would be Ron with Peter Pettigrew on top, just mm-hmm. fucking slamming down on his. Oh, Slam him down. Christ, um, Lee Polero says this movie was great. The worst part about prison were the Dementors. <laughs> prison Mike. Prison Mike. <laughs> just the prison. <laughs> Just Mike. Uh, let's see. No, you're, you got it wrong. Nick. I'm sorry. Tensa says one more teacher gone. Hermione surprises Ron. Moron being a moron. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh, oh. Really good. That's the best that, one. I think that might be the best one yeah. we've ever seen. That's crazy. Very good. It's crazy. Um, fighting Wombat says Dementors scare me. Rat on Ron's lap is a man. <laughs> Werewolf in Hogwarts. Uh. I, I still can't Jacek. stop thinking about moron, moron. Jacek says, I solemnly swear that I'm up to no good. Let's go, doggy dog. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Mischief managed. Um, yeah, there we go. That's our haikus and reviews. Now it's time to rank the Harry Potter cinematic universe. The current rankings. What's up, everybody? We're back for Rag Guys Talk Bad Guys. Somebody on the Reddit mentioned, what if you just rank the Defense of the Dark Arts teachers? But I don't love that because there are some movies where, like, yes, Vold... Some people were saying, you know, you don't always have to rank Voldemort, but sometimes he does play a little bit of a bigger role in later films. Uh, is there really a bad guy in Peter this Pettigrew. movie? Peter well, Pettigrew. I'd say Sirius uh, Black is the bad guy. No, for ninety percent of it, they just think he is. Yeah, but like I, th- yeah, it's, I think it's weird. It's I think a weird it's Peter one. Pettigrew. It's what about uh, Dementors? There you go. The I would say the, the I would say what we're ranking call. here is that's the great. Dementors and Sirius Black because he is the scary force that's causing all the action to happen for the protagonist throughout. And I'm glad that movie. you're my only co-host, <laughs> exactly. but also Barrett is is the second half co-host. Exactly. Oh, only that. 
Just cool. that. Uh, <laughs> rank one is uh, Tom Elvis, Judas, or Voldy. And number two is Hat Guy and Voldemort. Uh, I'm going to put the Dementors over everybody. Everyone. Number Everyone. one. Dementors and Sirius. On the, let's put it this way. Call them the Sirius Dementors. Let's put it. it this way. Let's put it this serious way. Serious Dementors. Like Dementors. Serious the word. But Serious. I spelled it wrong. Okay, there you go. There you go. It's Ragu Bagu. And also, I want to do say, I want to say this, Tim. Kind of forgot to make a ranking graphic. A lot of stuff going yeah. on recently. It's okay. Well, it's okay. You don't do it until after this week, don't, uh, don't you? No, it's usually for the uh, third week, so we could uh, see it. Wait, where I did, the other two movies are. Gotcha. No, you know what, but we'll, we'll figure out. We'll figure it out. I did think about it last night, but then I thought to myself, no, we, no, we don't do it. it. It's fine. Yeah. Also, the rankings are as follows. Number one is Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Number two is Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Where does Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban fall? No, I think you have that switched, Tim. I we, think Sorcerer's yeah. Stone Sorcerer is number Stone's one. one. Yeah. This is why we need the Chamber list. Chamber Secrets is number two, which is why we <laughs> yeah. get You said it was fine. It's not uh, fine. Yeah. Look, it's not fine is, at all. This one's going number one, Yeah, this right? is number one. This is number one. Yeah. That is really right. what matters the most here. And it's, it's, again, I don't, it's hard to even, I know the audience sometimes likes us debating and maybe like some, but, but I, I just but think it's, just, it's clear. Yeah. I think yeah, it's this is a, overall, like, this movie is where the franchise grew up and, um, and I don't really remember a lot of the other movies, so I'm excited to see where the franchise yeah, goes. Yeah, I mean, for me, this is where the book series really kicks up into high gear. This is where, this is really the start of a lot of the bigger stuff that's happening. The first two were kind of redundant in a way, especially formulaically. Um, and this, I I really feel like it's just it's the stronger source material. Like yeah. The Prisoner of Azkaban again mm-hmm. is my favorite book. I love it. I think the twist in the end is really, really fucking cool. I did not see it coming when I was a kid, and it blew my fucking mind. And I was so happy that Harry was going to get happiness, and then just it's taken away from him again at the end. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the only the real flaws this movie had were the moments that reminded me the most of the last two movies. So, I definitely think this is easily the best. I'm excited to see where we go. Why are you in watching last week's episode? Oh, it's just confirmed. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> Chamber of Secrets yeah. is is number two. Yeah, well, it's you, <laughs> Inception. I do hate Fred and George, nothing, Andy. Nothing Tell me more. Changed. Uh, and I will say the, uh, the the background image, Kevin. I, I planned on like changing from like purple to something else, purple to something else. Mm-hmm. But in our big uh, losing of my PC last week, lost that PSD. Don't know where the fuck it is. So like uh, the background is just gonna say the same. Wait, but everything should still be there, right? I don't know where it is. Oh. I'm so confused. <laughs> does Lucius Malfoy kind of look like Thor? Right yeah, there? he kind of does. Yeah, that's cool. Especially with uh, with that like, cool. like the diamond arming, yeah, armor. You right. Yeah, well, I know we're right. Tim. I day, I'm just confirming <laughs> for the people. You had to check it out, man. Yeah. I think like only one. Can you imagine if we got it wrong? I think I think like Cool Greg had, cool Greg had chamber on top, and yeah, the re- like most of you had. Yeah, Sorcerer's Stone on top. I, I'll be honest with you, Tim. I didn't know. I could have gone either way. Prisoner, I was like, that makes more. sense. Yeah, that yeah. sounds good. Yeah. We Until next week, Wingardium Adiosa.